7: listening to fox sports radio. Radio. radio
1: not this year not this year baby Oh yeah, not this year, not this year. And a big surprise coming right up. Welcome to Fox Football Sunday. By the way, we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10000 recommended. installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Now for the big surprise, the man they call stinking genius, filling in for one Bucky Brooks who stranded somewhere in an airport. My friend, my guy, has been a long, long time the man. And they made this thinking genius, Arnie Spaniel. Hello, Arnold.
8: How are I, you?
9: I, I like being a former NFL vet. I like the. Way, I way want to be Bucky Brooks. Introduce me like that, a former NFL vet, and I can just say whatever I want. You guys can't come back at me. I played the game. How about that?
1: Who would know? bit. you think about that, who would know the difference? I mean, you know, it's, it's funny you mention that because when you work with a guy who's played the game, you know that guy automatically brings instant credibility. Although he may not be saying the things that you want to hear or incorrect things, but the fact that he wore a uniform, boom! You know the credibility is there. I mean, it, it's really nuts when you think about it, but that's the way life is, right?
9: No, I. Did you, you ever say to him, "Come on, you don't know what you're talking about"? I know you played the game, but forget about <laughs> you. You know, come on now, you don't know what's going on.
1: Right. I, I mean, look. I, just because you play the game doesn't mean you know everything that's going on. I mean, I, I, I appreciate the fact that they did play the game and what they went through, and the fact that they had God-given ability to play the game. But you know, it doesn't make it that you're right. You know, look, I, I've heard it all the time when when you're going to a locker room, you've been there, done this, Arnie. You're going to a locker room after a game, after you criticize a guy on radio, they look at you and they all surround you. You know, it's not one-on-one. It's like you know, baseball. It's like 25 against one in the locker room. I've I've been there before. You you wish to You wish there was a hole in the ground. So you could fall in there. They, they berate you. They <laughs> kill you. But but the point is this that, you know, because you didn't play the game, they say, well, what do you know? And they always say, I don't listen. That's bull. They all listen. Oh, they all, they listen, all listen. listen. Right. Oh, they
9: all listen. You know that. I, I love it. I don't pay attention to the media. I don't, right. I don't listen to sports radio. I. But yet, when it comes to when somebody says something bad, they're all jumping down your throat and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. But the point is this that, you know, if you played the game, you know, you could say what you want to say because you played the game. Look, I, I've always, a lot, I liken that to, you know, if you didn't run for politics, can you talk about politics on the radio in general talk? I guess you can. I mean, they get away with it. You know, guys that have never been involved in politics criticize the government all the time, but they've never run for politics. But the point is that they get away with it, you know, and they're somewhat credible. But in sports, if you don't play the game, you know, you have no credibility. I don't get it, but that's just the way it is.
9: Well, you know what, Well, I'll tell you what, sometime I'll have to come on with Bucky Brooks and you guys and we'll battle him. You know I what I mean? It.
1: I love it, you know it's it's amazing what did they uh in, in sports yesterday I mean i maybe my brain is too small to handle it, but I just think that it's become bigger and bigger where sports has overlapped so much like you don't know what to do where to go. I saw a tweet you sent me yesterday that what would you do tonight if there was a seventh game in the World oh, Series geez. right yeah, I, I can mean imagine that. what would you do i am glad I'm glad the Astros won, so I wouldn't have that problem to be honest game
9: uh, what was it game five? Um, ratings were through the roof. Uh, that was the game five was on Thursday night, going up against Philadelphia and the Texans, and it was absolutely through the roof. They 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 crushed football. It was it wasn't even close. It was almost even like a forty percent increase. Which I'm surprised, because usually they say football is king. But everybody went to baseball. I, if Not there was on a game seven, th- yeah, on Thursday. I, I, if there was a game seven tonight, I, I'd be curious to see what the numbers were.
1: Right, it's crazy. It really is. Yesterday they had the World Series. They, but believe it or not, they had the MLS championship game, which I had no idea until I saw a score later in the day that <laughs> uh, they won on penalty kicks. And then they had, uh, you know, college football was tremendous yesterday. They, You name it, they had it. And I was at Keeneland. I was at Keeneland. How in, was that? I, Did you have a good time great. out there or what? I loved that. I was there Friday, and then I went back home, and I came back again. I only live about an hour, 45 minutes, an hour from Keeneland. Oh, how great Lexington. is that? So, uh, you know, it, it's funny because – People go to racetracks. I'm sure you've been to racetracks in your career, of course. I mean, been, yes, but it's been people a while. go there, and there's a lot of talents that come there, like in, in ripped shirts. Looks like they slept in, and they ate on their shirt. But in Keeneland, it's blue bloods. You know, to get into the clubhouse, you have to wear a shirt and tie. It's like racing the way it should be, It should have been years ago. And a lot, it's all blue bloods. And you go in the infield, and beyond the infield, there's a big land strip, and that's where all the private planes are there because oh, they had horses there from like 16 different countries across the world. I mean, it was crazy. It really Let was. Be, it was maybe
9: do this, Andy. Do, do you ever find, uh, I don't know, like n- not only money but like a ticket? Because I was following on Twitter yesterday, one of the big sports guys um, bet $5,000 on a race and left his ticket in the machine. Oh, my word. In, in the machine, $5,000 went back and was going through the machines. And some guy goes, Are you looking for your ticket? And he goes, Yeah. He goes, How much did you bet? He goes, $5,000. <laughs> he goes, I turned it in. And he goes, "Come on, I'll go get it for you." And um, and he got his ticket back. Can you can you imagine? Do you ever find any tickets uh, like that or what?
1: Well, I will tell you this much: I worked at several race tracks uh, in my lifetime. Yes. and what they have these guys that with after the races were over, like after the ninth, tenth race, when they shut the track down, these guys come over and they call them stupers. What they do is they look on the ground for tickets. And there's a lot of guys that win races and they don't know that they won, so they throw the tickets away on the floor. So the stupors come around, and what oh, they do is they just kick kick it with their shoe, and they flip the tickets over, they put them in their pocket, and they come back to the track the next day to see if they won or not. So just the there. I, I didn't say any stupids at Keeneland. But uh, but yesterday, a big day, college football. And I yeah. think the more, yeah. the more I watch college football, Arnie, I, the more I'm saying, like, I, I think I – I enjoy it, better in the NFL now, because the games are more meaningful. Each game means so much more. And the NFL, to be honest, you know, you look at the schedule, a lot of dud games. Like the Thursday night, as we mentioned, it's yeah, death. Yeah. Thursday, I mean, even Al Michaels even said, you know, if I see another game like this several weeks ago, I'm going to retire. No, I, Thursday, I, you
9: know. I like college football. There were some good games. First of all, Notre Dame just destroyed Clemson. I'm sure we'll get into that later on. So, um, not a great game there. They were up 28 nothing. It was never even a game from from the beginning. Even after Notre Dame took a, a 14 nothing lead Michigan was in a battle you wouldn't see that by the final score but as I said earlier with with the Bernie it was 17-14 at the half and they were losing to Rutgers they blew them out in the second half outscored them 38 to nothing so that game was was never really a factor um the LSU Alabama game was one for the agents how, how gutsy is that um, you know to what? go for I, two points huh
1: I watched the game and uh, and I love Brian Kelly he coached University of Cincinnati I got to know him fairly well and guy's a winner wherever he goes he wins and the fact is that he was just so calm and cool and collected and when they had that huddle and the game was tied in overtime, and he says going for two after the touchdown, I couldn't believe it. I mean, really? I mean, you know, it's so great for guys like you and me and everybody else and fans in the stands to say, you know, oh, he's going to do this, and if he misses it, he's a bum, or why did he do it? The guy he did it, he got the hangy-downs. He had the hangy-downs to say, we're going for it, and what he said, so if he asked me after the game, I'm going to give you one play. If you're successful in one play, you beat Alabama, and that's what he did. He went for Yeah, but he Yeah, but
9: he wasn't supposed to go for it. I guess if you look at the analytics, it's less than 50 percent i think the chances of getting that plus you're you know you're you're playing at home um i don't know what the unwritten rule book is i still got to get a copy of that if you ever find one let me know but um i i I guess i probably would have just gone to tie it up plus the quarterback uh, daniels he rolled a little too wide right if he had not snuck that ball in he wouldn't have had the option to run so he took away that option from himself by rolling out a little too wide
1: it's amazing to me that one play, which pushed them over the home, 32-31 over Alabama, really knocks Alabama out of the Final Four now. I mean, th- I mean, they're 7-2. and two. Right. LSU was like, picked them for death early on in the season. And right now, LSU is right back in the thick of things. I mean, LSU had lost... I mean, honestly, to uh, what uh, they only have Arkansas and Texas A&M really on the schedule to 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 give them any sort of a challenge down the road. So LSU is right there, and right now you could say that Brian Kelly has turned the corner for LSU football. Really? Yeah,
9: I don't know if a two-win team is going to get in. I'm curious to see how far Alabama is going to drop um, because of that loss. So I, um, you know, I, I hope it's not too far. I want to see if they can climb back up. I guess if you're going to look at your top four, um, you know, you got to go ahead. Tennessee was, uh, I mean, just. Uh, I mean, manhandled. It was a it was a typical um, you know game where Georgia just pounded it out. They got out to the early lead. They had the halftime lead. They grinded it out. So um, I give them credit. You got to go ahead and have Georgia number one. Probably Ohio State number two. They struggled against Northwestern, but weather was a bad factor there. I'm right. glad Clemson lost. so I got to put um, Michigan in there, and then I don't know what I'm going to do at number four. Is it going to be TCU? Um, is it going to be an, an Oregon team? Well, Tennessee. How far? Are they going to drop. Remember, they had a good victory against Alabama, so right. they could still be the, the fourth team. There's a, there's a lot of uh, candidates for that fourth team you're right exactly now. You're exactly
1: right. I mean, I'm going to go with the undefeated. you got to go with the four undefeated, and certainly Georgia's going to be number one there, 9-0. and After that, TCU, and I look at this, you know, may, maybe I'm No, don't go of-
9: with the four undefeated, because then you're going to tell me that you're going to force TCU in there. And I was telling Bernie, uh, remember, now, this is, yeah, a playoff, but it's also for um, entertainment. If it's between USC and TCU, I know which way the committee's going to go. I right. I'm sure that.
1: Right. And, and you know what? I look at the, the, the record, obviously, and undefeated means something. But then you've got to go behind the curtain and see who they beat. And when I look at TCU's schedule, beating a school like Tarleton State, I have no idea where the hell Tarleton State is. And they beat SMU, which is really kind of a, a second-tier, play, you know, the American Association Conference. Come on. So you've got TCU 9-0. T- no, Michigan undefeated, but they'll settle the score with Ohio State right after Thanksgiving. So we'll know what's going to happen with Michigan and Ohio State. So, you know, I, I just don't know who the Final Four is. I think it's healthy. I think this is very healthy for college football because finally, and I I root against Alabama. You know, not because I don't like them. I just think that when you have a team that just dominates so much, it's not healthy for the sport. I don't think it's that good. And
9: you know what? When we have the 12 teams in there, it's going to be a lot better. It wouldn't have kept Alabama out from losing and and, and losing two games. We'd have uh, both Pac-12 teams. We'd have three Pac-12 teams in there, possibly with Oregon, USC, and UCLA. So I'm, I'm looking for the expansion. I can't wait for that. But this year is going to be a lot of fun. I mean, there's still plenty of football left, but um, we'll see where the upsets happen
1: you know it's funny because i'm looking at some some of the scores and some of the teams that are playing you know kansas when did Kansas become good in football? Is that I great mean, really? or what, huh? They got a bowl game. They clinched the bowl game yesterday. They beat Oklahoma State. And I wonder, when was <laughs> <once laughs> the last time Kansas ever beat Oklahoma State in football? So, I mean, I guess right now with this transfer portal, it's really helping balance the scale in college football because you got kids basically playing one year at a school like a free agent and say, look, I don't like this coach. They made a coaching change. I'm leaving. I'll go to another school and play immediately. And that's, that's how they stock the roster now.
9: Remember when they said that the rich was only go, were going to get richer um, right. with the transfer portal and that the little guys were going to be left out? Um, it, not only has it not done that, it's done the complete opposite. You've got teams um, that were nowhere even close to the top 25 that now get guys and make their team better and uh, make them more competitive and squeeze into the top 25. So um, it worked out for everybody, to be honest.
1: Yeah, it, it's a great story. i, I got to go back to the LSU story because when they opened the season and they missed that extra point against Florida State and lose by a, a yeah, point, they yeah. were 24-23. They
9: were going to run out. Kelly out of town then, right? There. Right,
1: <laughs> And then when he had the news conference, he was making fun of, I guess he was talking in that accent, that Southern drawl down there. The Oh, no, he's dog. not
9: Southern? Did I get that wrong? I thought he was Southern. So My bad. He's from
1: your area. He's a New Englander, really. <laughs> and by the way, you know, the fact that you live uh, in God's country, yeah, you know, everybody, everybody comes up there in, in the fall for foliage season. That's basically it. You know, Who do you root for? I mean, there's, there's no college football really to speak of, right? I mean, no, there's no, no pro football. What, what
9: do you do up whoa, there? Whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, yeah, the college the only thing they'll, they'll root for is Syracuse pro football, though. Um, they carry all the Bill games up here. Uh, they got a lot of pa- Patriot fans are number one. They got a lot of Giant fans. They got some Jet fans. As I mentioned, they got some Bills fans. So it's, it's like a big... No, wait a minute. They don't have
1: that many people in Vermont. Come on now. <laughs> really. I mean, with the populations of the Remilk than New Hampshire, and the population, I think, of this state was like 800,000 for the entire state.
9: Yeah, yeah, maybe seven or something like that. But there, a lot of Patriot fans up here. There's there's no doubt about that. I mean, it's only like a three-and-a-half-hour drive um, down to the stadium, so you can go see a game down there. Um, yeah, so they dominate. You do have a lot of Giants and Bills fans, too, though. That's, there's no doubt.
1: They do have running water there and electricity <laughs> in Vermont, right? <laughs> yeah, we, right.
9: Well, we are a state, Andy. Yes, we are. That's for sure.
1: I know the big deal. I, I got to mention this. I want to make you happy because I love you to death. You got to talk about your kid and his hockey because is he ever going to make it to the NHL? That's what I no, want No, I, I
9: doubt it. He's playing like single-A hockey. It's like single-A baseball. But, um, hey, what the heck? He's playing. He's living his dream. Um, and uh, and he's having some fun. So what can you – he plays for the Watertown Wolves. Of Watertown, New York. Fed, yeah, Watertown, New York of the Federal Prospect Hockey League. So – there you go, man. What's Can the next step that? after that? You know, by the way, that was taken from the movie Slapshot. So imagine the movie Slapshot, long bus rides. Like, the next bus ride is going to be 17 hours on, on the bus. Think about that. 17 hours to go play a couple of hockey games and then to, to bus back home.
1: Now, how many games have you gone to see him play?
9: I've not seen First of all, he's only dressed one game. He's a rookie, so um, he hasn't played. And my wife went to a game. They're all over the place. So you got to drive like four or five hours uh, they play in the south down in mississippi in columbus, georgia, and columbus georgia and places like that so he'll play like 60 70 games this year
1: all right my friend he's arnie spaniard filling in for bucky brooks who's lost somewhere i don't know get him on twitter at the stinking at stinking, genius, not the stinking genius, if mean, yeah. you are the stinking genius, but at stinkin' genius or at Andy Furman FSR. Better yet, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox, that's our phone number. Eight seven seven nine nine six sixty-three sixty nine. We have bottom barrel betting hour number two, which Arnie Spaniards probably tremendous in, and we have the swollen dome. Mike Harmon will join us in hour number three, and we'll have uh, Bucky's best is not here, so we'll have Arnie's best, I guess. We'll have yeah. Picks Arnie's best of the day, so we'll do that. All right, we'll continue right now because the magic has disappeared for one NFL quarterback.
2: That's next.
1: From BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal
2: podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board.
1: The magic has disappeared for one NFL quarterback. We'll get to that in just a minute. And he is Arnie Spanier in for Bucky Brooks. I'm Andy Furman. And by the way, football fans, be sure to tune in to Fox Sports Radio's countdown to kickoff presented by BetMGM. Sunday morning, three hours before kickoff leading into week. Nine, believe it or not. That's wow. right. Tune in Sunday morning at 10 o'clock Eastern as we take you live all the way to kick off on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Presented by Pet MGM, my guy Arnie Spanier. Andy. In. Yes.
9: I was just saying, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I was just no before problem. we move on. Yes. What happens if LSU had scored first, gone up by six? Would they have gone for two points at that at that That's point?
1: That's a great question. That's a great question. Because Probably even if
9: because if they don't make it, they lose. But then again, if they didn't make it in the second time, they would have lost anyway. So
1: I'm, we'll go one step further. Yeah. Say they score first and they go for one, and it's seven points, and then. All of a sudden, Alabama comes back. Does Does Nick Saban, if they score, do they go for two?
9: I would think more Alabama would go for two. uh, You know, going ahead and and being on the road and stuff like that. Um, But yeah, if LSU had had scored first. I don't think he goes for two, though. I don't know if it makes much of a difference if you had the ball first or second about that, you know?
1: Yeah, I just can't stand that overtime rule anyway. I think you just sort of play like an extra 10-minute period, and that's it. I don't go for that 25 yards out, and they, you, Team A goes and Team B goes. I, I don't know who thought that up, but it's terrible. I just don't like it. <laughs> I really don't. I, I, I don't get it, but who knows? You know, I want to I want to uh, test you between the years because you're an intelligent guy, and I love intelligent people. That's why I love you, Arnie Spanier. And, and you know, I listen to Sports Radio, and I'd say eighty-five to ninety percent of the talk shows on sports radio that I hear right now, anywhere, locally, nationally, it's all about gambling odds, and 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 uh, and I get it. I mean, that, that's what it's all about. You watch a football game on TV; they have the odds on there. That's what they're, they're sponsored by these gambling operations. And I think they've gotten away from from the issues in sports. Do you agree on that? It's more. Who's that? Like Who are we talking about? I mean, then? the hosts behind the microphone. I mean, I turn on a radio show and I'm hearing, like, from Wednesday on, you know, the picks of the games. And, you know, these guys don't know any more than you or me or anybody else. And they're picking these games. And, and there's a lot more to sports than just picking games and why a team is going to win. I think it's a lazy way out. It's an easy way out. And honestly, I don't care to listen to that. I mean, let's talk about what I consider the elephant in the room in sports this week, and that's Kyrie Irving. That's the story, right? No, Uh, that's
9: the story. But, I mean, Kyrie Irving has has been going on a while. I mean, look, it is Football Sunday. And as for making picks, I've been making picks – you know, even before you weren't even allowed to talk gambling. You know what I mean? Right. And Really, what we do, Andy? I mean, we try to be entertainers. Uh, we use sports as a backdrop, but I mean, we're not the kind of guy that says, "Okay, um, Dolphins Bears." We're going to spend the next thirty minutes breaking down the game, uh, injuries. Um, you know, what's the Dolphins' uh, offensive scheme? You know, you don't do it. Be- are they going to blitz a lot? You don't break down a game like that. Yeah, you, you kind of keep it general. I mean, you're going to go ahead and tune a lot of, make a lot of people tune out if you think you're just going to make, take take one game and, and break it down every which way, you know.
1: Right, I'm not. I hear what you're saying. Uh, although you know, I, I think it gets to be uh, old news by the time Sunday rolls around because you've heard so many shows prior to Sunday as to who's going to win what game. But yeah, I but just people to love to th- gamble,
9: Andy. They, they do. That, they I, I love it. I mean, come on it, now. They, those big hotels in Vegas are there for a reason, and and people love to gamble and, and look at all the gambling as you mentioned and all the new gambling spots we have and 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 gambling's always been r- relevant and and you know people always talked about this. So, yeah, people love that You know, that
1: stuff. You're, you're 100% correct. I'm slow. I'm a slow learner. I'm slow to <laughs> learn. I'm slow to change, okay? I see the change. It's coming, and it's here right now. I mean, gambling is the key. And it started, I guess, with fantasy football. And fantasy football really and truly has helped make the NFL. Why do I say that? Because people know the names of players. I'll go to a game in Cincinnati, and I'll sit in the stands, and I'll hear someone sitting next to me rooting for a player on the opposite team of the Cincinnati Bengals. Why? They got that player in their fantasy league that's what it's all about fantasy it's unreal unreal, really you
9: know what's amazing you you, like all the years you've had friends who never really talk about the NFL and then all of a sudden they're talking about like third string tight ends and you're like what team is that guy they already know more than you because they're playing fantasy football and and they're making moves on their roster and I'm saying to myself what team is that guy on again I forget it's just amazing how fantasy football has grown especially money wise it's insane and the
1: funny thing is Arne I mean it really started with baseball years ago, before they even had computers. That dramatic
9: I mean, thing, right? Right?
1: right. I remember people doing fantasy baseball on, on, on pads, on paper and pencil <laughs> and things like that. And it, you, just, you couldn't do it on a daily basis. It was just too much. But baseball kind of had it, and they lost it. And they got to do something to get back into that again, because it, I think it really took football to another level. It did.
9: Yeah, but gambling, you know, again, we have gambling and baseball now has started to experiment with pitch by pitch, you know, kind of like in-game betting. I don't know if that's going to help, but it certainly will get some people's attention. And, you know, during the summertime, that's all we really have is baseball, though. We we talk about NFL news um, and then the NBA playoffs end in what uh,
1: uh,
9: what June. So we're concentrating fully on baseball. Maybe that will help to grow the game a little bit.
1: Well, right, let's squeeze in this one game here. The Chargers at the Falcons today. Uh Chargers have injuries right now. But the question I thought was, like, what's happened to Justin Herbert? I mean, they talked about him being the next Johnny Unitas. I mean, all of a sudden. Well, are you no, ready Justin... to give
9: up on him, Andy? You're ready to throw him to the. Uh,
1: you know what? They compared him last year to Joe Burrow. And I see Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. And honestly, and then they asked me the question, who would you pick if you had a choice, Justin uh, Herbert or Joe Burrow? I picked Justin Herbert. And all of a sudden, I mean, uh, Justin Herbert is, is not there. I mean, I get it. He, he doesn't have a lot of tools working around him and a lot of injuries. But he's just not the guy that he was last year. Just not.
9: Throw in a third one. Would you say Herbert, Burrow, or Tua? What happens if I I throw a Tua in there? Then who would you take?
1: I think I still take Burrow. Yeah. I really do. I really do. I I think that he's an unbelievable leader. He really is. Maybe because I just see more of him than anyone else, but I kind of really like Joe Burrow, what he's done. And, you know, I, I think that the team believes in him. That's the thing. What he did last year. This team was five and four a year ago and they went on from five and four to the Super Bowl. That was an amazing situation.
9: I mean, look at the I just mentioned three quarterbacks that are gonna be around for a while. Look at the quarterbacks on the way out. You know, like a Tom Brady, whether it's in a couple of years or what, Aaron Rodgers. I think Matthew Stafford may retire before the both of those guys. He's he's so banged up that right. um, you know, how many more years does that guy really have left when it's all said and done, Andy?
1: You know you're exactly right. I, I think that he's he's a lot he's a lot worse than we than we may have to know. I, I think that kind of held it back a little bit with that shoulder, yes, and the head yes, and the whole deal. I mean, they didn't talk much about it, but uh, you know he's really banged up. He really is. All right, he's Arnie Spanier. We'll continue. I'm Andy Furman, and coming up next on Fox Football Sunday, Vegas Live from uh, the com studios. Don't blame it on the injuries. That's next. But for all the sports news, here's Kevin Wire.
8: Good morning, gentlemen. It was a certainly an eventful night last night, and baseball has crowned a new champion.
2: Mancini playing behind the runner at first. He goes, and the pitch is lifted to right by Cassianos. Long run for Tucker over toward the line, and foul territory. Makes the catch,
10: and the Houston Astros do it again. 2022 World
8: Series champions. Robert Ford on FSR affiliate KBME with the call. Jordan Alvarez with the go-ahead three-run home run in the sixth inning to give the Astros a 4-1 win, clinching the series four games to two. Houston shortstop Jeremy Pena named World Series MVP just the third rookie to win it, and the Astros have now won two titles. College football, a couple of top-ten matchups took place last night. Number 10 LSU handed Alabama its second loss of the season in overtime, 32-31. The other big matchup saw number 3 Georgia dismantle top-ranked Tennessee 27 to 13. In NFL news, the Titans hoping to not reveal the status of quarterback Ryan Tannehill until pregame warm-ups. According to ESPN's Adam Schefter, he is listed as questionable with what is believed to be a high ankle sprain. Raiders tight end Darren Waller not expected to play against the Jaguars, and Rams running back Cam Akers is expected to suit up against Tampa Bay. Back to you guys.
1: Thank you so much, Kevin. We'll see you in about an hour. Here's Arnie Spanier in for Bucky Brooks. I'm Andy Furman. And I'll tell you what, we got a six-year first. We'll have that in just about a minute. And Arnie in about maybe ten. 10- minutes from now, we'll have something real fun. We'll have the midterm grades of the various teams. Maybe we'll start from the beginning with the alphabetical order. All the teams (laughs) in the NFL, what what you're going to give them as a mid-year, midterm grade. Because I got the midterm elections on Tuesday. We'll have the midterm grades here on Fox Football Sunday, on Fox Sports Radio. But right now, let's check in. We talked about Joe Burrow. The Panthers are coming to Cincinnati. They're playing the Bengals. The Bengals are hit with injuries. And and, and have have you taken a look? Are there more injuries, you think, this year than in years past? And I think Maybe part of the reason being is that these guys don't practice as hard as they used to. Uh, there's no more preseason games. they don't play in the preseason games. I just don't think you can go out without preparation, without practice, and, and avoid an injury. That's well, the problem. He, a-
9: Andy, maybe if you know this was week one or two and there was a lot of injuries, and I'd say, okay, they don't play in the preseason and stuff like that. We're, what halfway through the season? Um, yeah. I know they don't practice as hard as they used to. Um, you know, in their own uh, in, during the week. But no, I, I, I don't even know if there's any more injuries now than there's been. You know, we seem to bring this up every year. It seems right. like there's a, a lot more injuries. I don't, I don't see it that way. And plus, I don't remember too many career-ending knee injuries this year like we've had in the past. So I don't even know if it's really that many more.
1: Yeah, I, I'd like to see a study done if, in fact, there are more injuries now as opposed to maybe years ago. I remember when—you probably remember this, too—when when they had, like, six-game preseason schedules. Yes. They played oh, six geez. games, and now what do they play two, two, three games, and, and they don't even play. But as far as the Bengals are concerned, Jamar Chase is gone. He's got that yeah. hip deal. And uh, that that takes away the deep threat for the Cincinnati Bengals, and more than that, I believe that the offense there is predictable. They got the running game is is really weak. Joe Mixon has not had the year that he's had in the past. And uh, I'm, I'm you still got just, two good
9: receivers. You, you, you still got good. Higgins. You still got Boyd. Um, you still got Mixon. Yeah, you lose a, a tr- dramatic playmaker. There's no doubt about that. But doesn't mean it has to be the end of the season. You got a winnable game. I mean, you should beat the Panthers. You you play Pittsburgh. You should beat them, and even the the Titans are no great shakes. Those are three wins before you play Kansas City, and then you got the Browns, so, and even Tampa. So it's not like it's doom and gloom for Cincinnati. They should be sitting pretty there.
1: Yeah, and I can't predict. I mean, I saw what the Panthers did recently, and they beat Tampa Bay, but Tampa Bay's their offense is, is gone. What happened now. to but, them? Yeah. I don't know. But the Bengals, I mean, they did lose to Pittsburgh early on. That was an overtime loss by three. They beat New Orleans, which is a good ball club there. So I look to see who people win against, but it's hard to predict. But they should beat, as you say, they should beat Carolina today. Carolina's just, no matter who quarterbacks that team, I just think that the Bengals <laughs> should beat that team. They're just a better team than Carolina, just better personnel. This is a decent game right here. Packers, they got to end their, their miseries right now. The Lions are on a five-game losing streak. They're hosting the Packers today. And honestly, I expected so much from that team. I was rooting for them as I watched them on that HBO show prior to the season. And I was rooting for them. I just, I'm so disappointed in this team. They were 3-13 and 1 last year, and they may do the same again this year. And the Packers, they got a four game losing streak. First time, Arnie. First time in six years. Does it snap today?
9: I, you know I think the. I don't know if it's you know pure numbers but I think the sexy pick by some people is that Detroit's going to actually win this game they've given up on the Green Bay Packers I think it's more about giving up on the Green Bay Packers than anything like you said they've lost four in a row it's absolutely amazing yeah I'm disappointed about Detroit but let's move on from that um, what's going on with the Green Bay Packers they tried desperately to get some receiving help right before the uh, right before the trade deadline they tried to get Waller I believe from Las Vegas Right. They they tried to make a lot of moves out there. Um, I, I got to tell you, Rodgers can't do it by himself, and he just looks angry, disappointed. Um, I'm not saying he's going to retire after this year. I think I think he's certainly got a, a couple more years left, but I don't know if he's ever going to play in that, um, you know, at that same level when he won an MVP a couple of years back. I think those days got are kind of gone. Him, Tom Brady, we mentioned uh, Matthew Stafford. Um, you know, those guys are banged up, too. And, you know, the, I, how many more years are you going to want to continue to play, especially if you're Rodgers, who has, you know, Jeopardy and all that yeah. other baloney that he could be doing? Who knows, movies and Hollywood. But I'm I'm disappointed. Green Bay may be the most disappointing team right now. Um, in the NFL, I would say I, at least to be in the top three, no doubt about that.
1: You know, disappointing, but I think if you pull back the curtain a little bit and you say to yourself, "Well, I see why they're disappointed because they need a number one wide receiver." No, and but I, you know
9: what, Andy? That's not a reason to go ahead and be three and five with the team they've got in that division too. When the Bears aren't very good and Detroit's not very good, they've underachieved this year.
1: Well, they did beat New England, which is not a great team, but it's a name win. Right. they lose to the Giants. They lost to the Jets. They lost to Washington. They lost to Buffalo. They had a tough schedule. They lost to Buffalo. They lost uh, the
9: last four games. Three of the four, they were favored. They were favored over the Giants, the Jets, and the Commanders. Uh, Certainly not the Bills. But they should have at least won two, possibly three of those games. And they've lost all four. That's how bad it's gotten.
1: Right, and, and losing to Buffalo, there's no shame in that. No, no Buffalo not is no. the cream of the crop. I really believe they are. But you know, you you look at Aaron Rodgers, and uh, he he was chiming in years ago, several years ago, for for a wide receiver. And I don't know why they 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 expected success down the road when they didn't go for that offensive side of the football. I don't get it. I really just don't.
9: They, they, there's a stat. I forget what it was. that How many times have they taken a wide receiver in the draft in the first round? But pretty much zero. Um, what about Adams, though? He didn't have a very good game for the Raiders. He was just awful. I know he's sick right. and has a few problems, but he was miserable for the Raiders. Look at the problems they're having right now.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't know if it's... <laughs> As I said, I I like when Alabama loses because it evens the playing field in college football. You know, the Packers, people pick them preseason to go to the playoffs again and go deep in the playoffs of the championship game. I, I, I like that. How the could fact you blame that...
9: them? Look at that division they play in. We all knew that the Bears and the Lions were going to be second to last and last. Right. So all you had to really do was, was beat out Minnesota, Andy. Yeah, sure. They're 8 and 1, but that doesn't mean you weren't going to make the playoffs uh, being the second team in that division, especially in the NFC. Especially that the NFC South just stinks out loud. And look at the egg that they just laid. They've just been horrible.
1: But don't you like different faces going into the playoff competition? You know, instead of Green Bay and in Kansas City every single year. I mean, don't you want different teams coming in? I mean, last year, I thought it was refreshing having Cincinnati coming from nowhere going to the Super Bowl. And like this year, you got Cincinnati and, and the Rams who were there last year. They're fighting for playoff life. That's what we're doing right now.
9: Uh, you know, it, yeah, sure. It's good to see teams get in there that haven't been there in a while, but um, otherwise, it really doesn't make much of a difference to me. I just want to see the best teams get there. Do I want the Packers to go at three and five right now? I seriously doubt they. They got to beat Detroit. They don't beat Detroit, they might as well just write the whole season off. I'm with you. Yeah, Aaron right. Rodgers might as well just go start filming uh, some special Jeopardy because he he's going to be <laughs> worthless at three and six. You're done for the year.
1: I'm, I'm with you right there. I really am. I mean, it's. Uh, it's crazy. It really is what's happening there in the NFL. And I look at the NFL right now. I see, and we'll talk about this in the midterm grades, maybe three teams, perhaps four at the top of the list. And after that, there's just uh, just a pack of teams together and maybe two or three that are just horrendous. That's yeah, basically would, it.
9: Probably three teams. as You mentioned Philadelphia, Minnesota, and the Buffalo, Buffalo Bills, right? Yeah, yeah those, those are probably the three elite teams. Maybe Kansas City if you want to put them in there also.
1: And a couple of surprise teams, too. Like Minnesota, I think, of Seattle have been very big surprises this year.
9: Seattle's the biggest surprise I've seen in a, in a long time. I mean, who would have seen this coming? Uh, Geno playing better than, than Russ. It's just amazing. They're winning the division. Um, they're better than San Francisco, I think. I mean, at, at this point, they look like. The Rams are certainly tanking. They better win today. And Arizona, what the heck has happened to them?
1: And I give Pete Carroll a lot of credit because he's got the last laugh right now, getting rid of yeah. us. And, and, and like, and people thought he was crazy. You know, they, they talked about Geno Smith. Are you kidding? They said. And now look, look what he's doing. I mean, he could be vying for Coach of the Year. I right didn't
9: now. even know he was the coach. I thought he was somebody's lost uncle that was on the sideline that just happened to have a good seat and, and just was wandering up and down the sideline. I didn't I know he it. was actually doing anything out there.
1: I love it. He's Arnie yeah. Spanier. In for Bucky Brooks. I'm Andy Furman. By the way, this is Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports. Radio and time for your grades, the midterm grades are coming up.
7: Next Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxsportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
2: Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB
9: podcast inside the Parker for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast.
1: It's midterm time that's coming right up. It's about 12 minutes now before the top of the hour. He is Arnie Spagna at Stick and G I'm Andy Furman, and by the way, welcome to Fox Football Sunday. We're live from the Tyrac.com studios. And now, Mr. Spanier, a little fun, if I could throw out a couple of teams, and your your, your discussion grades A through F in your mind. A through F. Are you ready?
9: I am ready. I am ready to roll.
1: I'm going to start. If I start with some teams that you'll know, obviously, they're really bad, so I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to throw teams out there in random, okay? The Seattle Seahawks, Mr. Mr. Spanier.
9: The Seattle Seahawks, who I had no idea was going to be winning the division halfway through. I thought it was going to be San Francisco or the Rams. It still may be at the end of the year. But Seattle has been the biggest surprise in the NFL, bar none. And you know what's so funny about this, Andy? If you look at their differential, they're just plus 11. Um, that is unbelievable to be in first place uh, at 5-3 and three at plus 11. And remember, defensively, they've done a pretty good job. But really Gino is the one that's kind of carrying this team. They've been great. Got to give Pete Carroll all the credit in the world if I'm going to give them a letter grade. I guess I, it's either between like an A-minus or a B-plus. I'm probably going to go with an A-minus because expectations like expectations were they were going to be a last place team behind the 49ers, Rams, and Cardinals. So I got to give them an A-minus.
1: I love that. I really do. Uh, by the way, to make this a little more exciting, is it possible to get the studio orchestra to have a little background music here? I think that would really up the ante a little bit on this deal. Seattle Seahawks. Oh, right you're now.
9: very demanding music and music. I everything know. It's early there. in the
1: morning, and it's a, it's a union shop here. I know. I mean, the the budget for that?
9: Yeah. Do we got a mm-hmm. budget for that, or what, Andy?
1: Okay. If there's no music, there's no See music. I, by
9: the I way, I was going to tell you that you picked the wrong uh, business to get into. You know that, don't you?
1: I did. Was that. Uh,
9: We should not have... You and I should not have gotten into sports radio if we wanted to become really rich. You know what we should have done? Tell me... Should open up a mattress store? What are you talking about?
1: Hey,
11: right.
9: I, I, if I could bet seventy, if I could bet millions of dollars, like Mattress Mac, who, by the way, won what seventy five million dollars? Is that That's is that what he
1: won? That's unbelievable. I mean, like, you know, why
9: did I open up? Well, why don't we go partners? Uh,
1: Here is the thing: I, yeah. I realize everybody needs a mattress to sleep on. There's Ten million mattresses, <laughs> right? I, I get it. I mean, it's like saying you know you might as well be a car salesman because everybody drives a car. But uh, right. most of the guys that do that are not really wealthy. You know, they they have a, a reasonable wage and they earn a living. But they're not billionaires, so I don't know where he's making his money from. From mattresses, it's got to be a side deal. That has what, to what be you right. So I get what the, does the orchestra. I
2: get the orchestra involved, and you start talking about mattresses. Well, but, but mattress sure, okay. Mac,
1: though,
9: he's an idol. Right.
2: I, Seventy-five million
9: dollars, he won. Matter of That's fact, amazing. I feel like I feel like shopping for furniture on his uh, site now. Right. He must have some must have some great deals right now.
1: You know, yeah, unbelievable, it really. <laughs> is. All right, we got an A minus. <laughs> yes, Ar- go ahead. Arnie Sorry about CLOS. that. CLOS. I'm going to go with the uh, here's a here's This is a tough one. This is really a tough one, really. The Tennessee Titans.
9: Yeah, you know, that is a tough one out there. You look at the Titans, and first of all, you would trying to figure out who's quarterback. Um, right. Because obviously, Tannehill's not hurt. He's got an illness, and he has been banged up a little bit. The Titans have not been, you know, even though they're 5-2, and two, they've not been as dynamic as I thought they were going to be. And they started off the year kind of slow, and they've picked it up now. Henry's not been as dynamic also in about, I want to say, six of the seven games or five of the seven games out there, but yet that division is so lousy between the Colts, the Jags, and the Texans, there's nobody else that's going to win that division other than the Titans. If I'm going to give them a letter grade, uh, I'd probably give them a solid B because of the winning streak. Remember when I just talked about how, um, uh, you know, that uh, Seahawks were plus 11 in the differential to be in first place? Yes. The Titans are minus 8, and they're in first place. Right. So you figure that, and they're 5-2, and two, and they're minus 8 in differential out there. I would give the Titans um, probably a B. Defensively, they've just been phenomenal, but offensively, they just don't look the same.
1: Okay, I, I, I want to apologize. Am I putting too much pressure on you by doing this? I just want to ask.
9: I'm used to the pressure. That's okay. okay that I'm, I'm ready. Then, yeah. we,
1: then we continue. Nope. I, nah. I, I don't, want to, I don't mm-hmm. want to be viewed as like a bully. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I don't want to do that to you. Okay. The Arizona Cardinals, Arnie Spanier.
9: You know, I I said we were talking about some of the biggest disappointing teams in the NFL. I'd have to put the Arizona Cardinals right up there. I mean, look, yeah, you maybe have picked the 49ers or the Rams, but the Cardinals... I think they're over under in Vegas before the year had to be around nine to 10 or, or maybe nine and a half people expected them to take the next step. And, you know, the way they finished the year last year was just so disappointing. Is Murray the quarterback? Is he a franchise quarterback? Yay or nay? What, what's going on here? Uh, I mean, I don't know how to answer that, but right now the Arizona Cardinals have been one of the disappointing teams in the NFL. He's
1: playing Fortnite. Uh, That's what he's doing.
9: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would probably have to give them a straight C, not even a C right. plus, a, okay. a straight C for the Cardinals. Um, doesn't mean they can't turn it around, but they're they're dead last, and they better go and get a victory this weekend. So I'm, I, I'd give them a straight C.
1: There you go. I'm gonna give you a tough, another toughie, if you don't mind, okay? Yeah. Because this team right now is is falling on hard times, but I still think they got talent. The Cleveland Browns.
9: Oh boy, I'm curious to see what's going to happen when Deshaun Watson gets back. Big victory to go ahead and go to three and five. Otherwise, they would have been eliminated. Um, I think they've been disappointing, even with the quarterback situation um, with a problem there. I would probably give them a C plus. I expected that a, better than a three and five record. I thought they'd right. be about five hundred until Deshaun came back.
1: And what's going to happen when he comes back? I mean, he's going to have some rust. He's going to be right? the quarterback. That's what's going to no, happen. I mean, will he be able to come back? He hasn't played really since 2020.
9: Well, what do you want him to do? He's getting all that money. Get him out there.
1: I know. Okay. By the way, what happened to these quarterbacks? Now, we'll let you know all about that coming up next on Fox Football Sunday with Arnie Spanier on Fox.
6: I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.
1: What went wrong? We'll explain that in just a minute. we got a five-year NFL veteran by the name of Arnie Spanier. We'll get to him oh, yeah. in a second. Yes, Arnie Spanier in for Bucky Brooks today. By the way, we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com, who will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And my guy, they call him the stinking genius. I love TireRack, by the
9: way. I love them. I, I've used them for years
1: really the you know I have t- I have two
9: I have two Broncos and a, uh, a Jeep and you know when you get tires for those things I was searching for like years on tirerack.com to make sure I got the best tires hi I, I technical producer it. Chris here I've got a question for Arnie yes
2: yes, yes. is it a white Bronco
9: <laughs> no it's not <laughs> a white it's not it's oh, not man. a white Bronco so the, I've won the same colors as the New York Mets which is like orange slash blue on the inside, orange on the outside. And then I got a, a Kodiak brown one. So there you go. There.
1: You th- know, I'm th- th- glad th- yeah. you mentioned that, you know, with Color of the New York Mets, You are one of the most, I guess, uh, I mean this is a compliment because I do love you. I You're the most, I guess, f- fans of the sport. I mean, you're basically – you're, you're bought in. You're, you're all yes. in. I mean, you live and die for your sports team. Was it Arizona University of Arizona is your yes. Arizona's your school? Yes. Arizona's my
9: school. I named my kid Shea for Shea Stadium. If Shea. it was a girl, I would have named their Madison for Madison Square Garden. Andy, you're not a fan of a team unless you have one of three things. Um, do you have a tattoo of the of the team on your body if you don't? Hell no. Er, Hell no. Okay, so that's one. Do you? you Wait, do you do? No, no, I don't. Oh. But oh. did you have you named a, uh, a child after no. any of the uh, guys no. on your favorite team hell no you haven't even done that no have you named the pet after the, your favorite uh, no. person? No. So how could you be a fan then, Andy? You
1: know what? You're right. I, I, I watch from a distance. And, you know, honestly, and I've never said this to anybody. i never admitted it as well. I think my wife knows this is true. I'm happier sometimes when teams lose. You know? And I'll tell you what I mean by that. You know, I did local radio for years, like 18-plus years in Cincinnati right, on, right. on a giant WLW radio. And honestly, you know as well as, as I do. when When the local team loses, people go nuts. And they want the coach fired. They want change. So, you know, I'd root sometimes for them to lose oh, because oh. the phone lines would light up and there's a lot of emotion. And I love that. Andy, so may-
9: after doing three, four years in Dallas, Texas, on the home of the Dallas Cowboys, I know all about losing and, right. and what it does to the fan base out there. There's no doubt about that. Not By not the way, can I? I yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: No, I'm, not, I'm not saying I, I go there and I hope they lose, but I, I I don't mind when they lose, to be honest, because, you know, it's, it's better for radio. I mean. I, yeah. I root for, you know, I root for, I hate to say, it, I root for myself. You root for yourself. <laughs> when you're behind the microphone, you root for yourself. You know, I, I'm not going to go out there and get a tattoo of the Cincinnati Reds. I'm not doing it. That's I I'm root sorry.
9: for chaos. I root for chaos. Right, right. Um, I wanted to get to a couple of things before you get back to your midterm grades. Um, I know we did. No, finish some...
1: finished with that. We'll do some. Oh,
9: okay. So it. we're done with that. I know yeah. you're, um, you know, we were talking about college and we're kind of wrapping that up. And you know what we've been talking about for four hours today? Thank goodness we're not. Um, I don't know if you saw what happened after the game between Alabama uh, and LSU. But, of course, the fans stormed the field. Right. and Alabama staffer needed the help of police because I guess a couple or maybe one or two, maybe I think it's one, unruly fan Of LSU, of course, running the field, getting in this guy's face, and, you know, it it just got a little bit out of hand. He needed the help of, of several police just to get out of the thing. Is this starting to be not starting? This is a problem still. I mean, uh, you saw what happened with Alabama um, a couple of weeks ago when you that one Tennessee, player, that yeah, ceiling
1: yeah, went crazy. So you know, is
9: this is this going to continue, Andy? What are we going to do about? Do we need more police or what? I'm,
1: I'm really glad you brought that up. I saw a picture today. I think it was on Twitter. They had some guy must have weighed about 350 pounds in front of a goalpost uh, in Baton Rouge last night to prevent them from taking the goalpost down. Well, I'm who cares about the
9: goalpost? You know, right?
1: I, I'm scratching my head. Dude, there was some young girl in, in Northern Kentucky, where I live, right and she went to a high school right near here. She went, she studied University of Kentucky. She was a nursing student, and she went to Korea, I believe it was, and she was crushed in that party several weeks ago, and mm. she died. And oh, I'm no. saying, why do people? do the what is the point of going down on the field after a game i i don't get it you know maybe my mindset because maybe when i was 18 19 i would have done the same thing i don't know i never did but i i don't know what the the Great satisfaction or joy is going down there, being shoved and pushed and crushed. I, I'd be so pleased if I was at the game last night that everybody was on the field, so I could get to the parking lot and get the hell out of there fast. Right, That's what right. I'd be happy about. If you're a football I, I, player, I do you
9: have to do you have to worry about you know your health or anything? Are you yes. About the-
1: yes. Really? Really? Uh, I, it's, it's dangerous. It, it's not safe. And I, as you mentioned, I thought they had deals where schools would be fined when, when people go Oh, you still get, get fined. Yeah, you still get fined. They fine. don't care, I guess, right? Yeah. Is that it?
9: Well, what's a couple hundred thousand dollars to these football programs? You know that, Andy.
1: But how could they stop it? I, I, I just don't understand why it goes on. I mean, you can't. You're, some, you're,
9: what are you going to stop the kids from climbing over the wall? That's going to cause more problems and more injuries, to be honest with you, than anything else. You, you just can't stop it. You, you don't want your security stopping, what, 75,000 kids or 75,000 fans from storming the field. You can't do that, Andy. It's just impossible.
1: There's got to be a way to do it. I, I guess they could park, like, uh, trailers around the, the stands that <laughs> so they can't climb. I, I don't know what they could do. But is this something what, that— What do you want to make,
9: like, a moat and put alligators yeah, in there? Yeah, exactly. They do in
1: Europe with soccer <laughs> games. They have a moat. But is this something that that you would have done when you were— in... Did you do it in Arizona? I've, you... well, I've done never it before. They won that yeah. Much,
9: I, yeah, they never won this, So when they did, yes, we had to rush the field. But, I mean, it's <laughs> a long-time tradition. I don't know. How far does it go back? Because I remember, um, you know, running onto the field and stuff like that.
1: Really? Yeah. I just, uh, it it doesn't, look, I remember as a kid going to Yankee games at Yankee Stadium. I thought it was the biggest thrill in the world when they would let you exit the game from the field. You could go on the field (laughs) after the game. I don't remember that, yeah. Yeah, go to center field. They open the gates. You can get back there. You get on the subway at 161st Street and River Avenue, and you take the IRT back home. That's what I used to do, take the Uh, subway. But that was a big thrill. They opened the field. But now, they would never do it now because they'd eat up the field. You know, people have gotten now, uh, it's like, stop me if you can. I dare you to stop me. That's the attitude of people today. They're not appreciative. It's like, I'm allowed to do this. Stop me if you can. I want to do this. Uh, Screw you. You you know, can't, I'm going to take Andy, a piece of dirt home. how are you
9: going to stop 75,000 people from storming the field when we can't even stop, like, one streaker or one knucklehead that that runs on during a game? You know what I mean? We can't even stop that one person from doing
1: it. it yeah? It'll stop. God forbid it'll stop when when a player gets hurt or injured. I don't think they care that much if a fan gets hurt or injured because I'm sure last night somebody in Baton Rouge did get hurt. You had to get crushed. I mean, I don't think they died, obviously, but I think they got hurt. And I think if a player or a coach would get hurt, then it would stop for good. But right now, it's it's not stopping. Maybe arrests are in order. I don't know. Maybe suspensions from school. There's got to be a way to stop this because it's ugly and it's not safe.
9: Arrest? You know, what are you going to do? Start? Can you imagine you're arresting 20 or 30,000 kids because they stormed the field? I mean, my goodness. Now, if you want to start fining them and, and taking more money from them, maybe they'll start thinking twice. But I, I'm not sure what we can do about it, to be honest. I, I think we just have to go ahead and deal with it. And you let them run the field. You got to get off the field quickly when your team loses, you know?
1: I, I don't know how you do it. I really don't. And again, I and then I saw they made that.
9: this thinking about the Michigan Michigan State thing where they have one tunnel. My goodness, that man! That was that, bad. Yeah, it was bad. But act like you've been there before. You know, when you lose, you shake their hands. What happened? To, like hockey, you shake their hands and you go into the tunnel. You go get dressed and you and you get out of Dodge.
1: You know what? You bring up an interesting point because I, I think that. The media, when I talk about media, I talk about TV in particular. They kind of thrive on on showing stuff like that. For example, last night, I did watch the game. And if I'm not mistaken, maybe you could correct me if I'm wrong. uh, During that LSU game, there was a player who was tackled and the opposing player helped him up. I thought that was a beautiful, a beautiful move. It really was not one mentioned by the announcers, right. not one replay on TV, because really it's not one of those things that you would gasp and have your mouth open. It, <laughs> but it's beautiful, it was a beautiful thing, and there's a lot less of that in, in athletics, especially in college athletics. They'll show the guy being pummeled in the tunnel when Michigan was playing They'll show that, but they won't show a guy who offered his hand. Yeah, to I a don't. Guy I'm not. I'm not
9: big on that. Get up yourself. I'm not there to help <laughs> you. Up. Get, get up yourself, man. I'm, I'm not there to go and. What, do you want me to carry you back to the huddle too, or or But it was a nice like gesture from the other oh, team. That's, that's what I'm
1: saying. Yeah, it's sportsmanship, good. which you don't see anymore. Maybe I'm corny. Maybe it's. Uh, maybe I'm old school. I don't. You know. You are
9: old school. You are um, because. But I'm, don't, I'm don't like, you think yeah. that's
1: kind? It's a kind gesture, which you don't see. But you see a guy getting pummeled in the tunnel. Which I thought at the time when I play in the big house, they have two different entrances to get in there to the locker rooms, but All I guess right. they both go in the same tunnel.
9: I'll give that guy the Lady Bing trophy. Is that what it is for the best hockey player? For I think it is. That, yes, that show yes. sportsmanship? Do we have that yeah. award? The Like for football, Lady Bing or something like that? I'll give him that.
1: I it's know. funny that I'd I
9: even know that. That's crazy. No, it's that I even not know because
1: that. you're a hockey nut. I mean, you, you, <laughs> you do know that. I, I, I just, I, I just don't understand where kindness and and sportsmanship has has gone down the crapper. It really has. And again, maybe you think that I'm corny by saying that, but I'm not saying you have to pat the guy on the on the rump if, from the opposite team if he does something well. But you know, if a guy's down. And he's having a difficult time getting up, and you made the tackle. Extend your your arm like the guy did last night, and you help him up. I thought it was beautiful. I really maybe did.
9: maybe I'm, I'm coming up with too many excuses, but I think kindness and sportsmanship kind of went out the window with Twitter. Is that fair to say? Because I mean, yeah. you could be you. You don't really compliment people on Twitter. You're ripping them on Twitter. The sportsmanship goes out the window on Twitter.
1: Okay, so let's go one step further. So then you should eliminate the fact that after a game they have that that line when that play college basketball. I never understood why they have to have the shaking hands line after the game. Forget that then. And coaches go shake one another's hand. Like last night, I saw when uh, when Alabama lost – to, to LSU, I mean, uh, I think Brian Kelly couldn't even find Saban after the game. There was such a mob on the field. Or you could start
9: choking the other coach like, you know, they got in a fight with, like with Jawan Howard did that one time or, yeah, or something I, like that.
1: Look, emotions are high. I get that. You know that. You know, you, you want to go to a locker room as a media person after the game to, to interview the coach and or a player. They always have that 10 or 15 minute cooling off period. So why would you have these kids go down after a college basketball game, oh. go down the line and shake hands? How Come many
9: on. times have you been in a locker room where a coach or a player is just 10-15 minutes. I know coaches that need like 10-15 days to cool down. There's got to be times that you've seen coaches just go off on the media. It's been horrible, you know? Well,
1: yeah. I'm sure last night... Uh, uh, Saban was going off on the media, especially if some guy asked a question that he thought was maybe a little, let's say, off color, but a little. Uh, you know, he's usually good. Coaching.
9: You know, he's usually good, like ninety percent of the time. So I'm I'm not going to rip Nick on anything like that. He usually gives you a, a straightforward answer most of the time. So I'm I well. Brian Kelly
1: honest. went off earlier this year when a female reporter came yes. to his weekly news conference late. Yeah. And I, and I thought that was the, a very I thought that was inappropriate a, well, did, by, her. Too. by
9: her. I too. Well, for, by for her. To, yeah, I did. Why, you didn't think it was inappropriate by her well, to they, they, they win a excuse. game?
1: May, well, no, there could have been an excuse why she came late. That, that's, I mean, why does he have it's to single her It's one game out?
9: in for crying out Well, one or two games in for crying out loud.
1: Well, Look, you have it set on a set time. Get there in time. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. But, but you know, he, he didn't have to single her out and, and humiliate her. I, I, that was very, to he me, was uncharacteristic joking. of Brian Kelly. I mean,
9: come on you think now. He's joking. I do Toughen up, Andy. You're, you're old school. Toughen up a little bit. Come he on He got a lot now. of
1: heat for that. I mean, no one really he did. said he was joking. He, he got yeah. tons of heat for that. I don't know. Who knows? I mean. It look, must be the
9: a, Southern accent is why. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I I just think that people just looking to. To, it's kind of like when you're shaving and you, you, you cut yourself, to, ah, I got you. That's what the media, a lot of people in the media want to do. They want to wait to get you, and, and that's what they're going to do. I mean, there's going to be some some f- feedback, I'm sure, on Nick Saban right now Has he lost it. You know, has he lost it right now because they lost it. Come on,
9: really? You think the media is more—
1: uh, Very aggressive. Uh, attack.
9: Yeah, you think they're more aggressive than they were back in the day?
1: Of course. Of course. And I I tell you, I think I think especially the print media has to be because the immediacy of of the electronic media and social media. You know, uh, we get we get the newspapers here in in the Cincinnati area. Okay, they got to press like seven o'clock at night. So if there's a game uh, on on a uh, like, well, if the Bengals are playing on a Monday night game, I won't read the, the account of that game till Wednesday's paper. Come on, right, right. really. And you know as well as I do, if you want to get the results of a game, all you got to do is look at your phone immediately after the game. It's over. That's where it is. So you have to be you know, a little more aggressive and look at a different sort of an angle to write about the game rather than just the game cast itself.
9: Yeah, but you could always put it online. That's immediate, also. I I know you're talking about print, though, so that that's a little bit of a different story. But why does it have to make you be more aggressive? Why do you feel like you have to be more critical um, because of that than you would be just? Because back in the through? day,
1: you know, these guys would sit in the press box and never even get their ass down to the locker room to get post-game quotes, <laughs> and they just write an account of the ball game. Right, that's what right, they would do. Right, Anybody, right, right. I remember as a kid, you know, living in Brooklyn, I used to get the newspaper. I never forget when the when the Yankees who played at Kansas City Athletics? I got up early because it was a. Late How old game. are you? Come on. Oh, I'm, I'm older than dirt, believe me. So, you know, uh, i get the newspaper in the morning, the New York Daily News, and that they would have inning by inning. That was the, the, the account of the game in the newspaper, inning by inning. Well, that's rather your, than, uh, rather that's your than a first mistake.
9: Story. That's your first mistake. If you're not reading the post, that's oh we no we the- get
1: I get seven newspapers in my home in Brooklyn <laughs> oh my goodness we get the, the Journal American the World Telegram and Sun the Daily Mirror the New York Post the Daily News the New York Times and the New York Herald Tribune we would get them all yeah. I was a newspaper junkie back then as a kid I couldn't wait all I do is read the sports pages of all the papers and they had some great writers Jimmy Cannon Red Smith great writer oh uh, you know uh, Arthur Daly great writers when I was a kid. Great I was I always
9: now. I did what you probably did. I just looked at the baseball box scores and I could oh, yeah. study that for like an hour. I could read the paper for an hour just looking at that stuff.
1: And the sporting news too. Yeah, oh well, that's just for sure. That, yeah. Man. Look at this. We we ended up on a tangent here, but you know, <laughs> old, old school, there we go. He's it's okay, 90. it's
9: Sunday morning. Football. There you Sunday. go.
1: There you go. He's on ESPN. You get him on Twitter at Stinking Genius. Oh, by the way,
9: talking about football Sunday, real quick. It says you know, here yeah. one guy tweeted, and you probably have to be one of the craziest radio hosts I've heard in a while. You really think Green Bay should have been a playoff team with what? You probably can't even name two receivers. Uh, the team. Do your research, man. Please. First of all, the over under on Green Bay coming into this year in Vegas, I believe, was 10 for them to go what ten and seven, or maybe even ten and a half. And two, look at the teams that they play in that division. If you you know. Right off the bat, they were going to be better than the Bears and the Lions, so all they had to do was beat out Minnesota, and they were going to win the division again. Sure, you lose Devontae Adams, but they still should have been good enough to be better than three and five right now. And if you were so sure that they were going to be a bad team, you should have bet the under on the on the win total for the Packers. Yeah,
1: I read that tweet. I, you know what, I still think they can be. I, I still think they could be a playoff team, and they got great great running backs in uh, in Dylan and Jones. Yeah, they
9: lose to Detroit, you might as well wrap up the season right right now. Right, yeah
1: you know Ray Meyer just tweeted us and he's a big time listener he says LSU fans rushing the field he's hit this put this on the back of the tickets $250 fine for trespassing on the field facial recognition being used not bad. Oh no, two hundred fifty dollars. Not a bad idea. Huh? Forget about that.
9: I need like twenty five hundred dollars or or something like that. That's t- two hundred and fifty dollars, that wouldn't stop me from running well, on the Well for field. a
1: college kid that's that's a big deal. Although they probably get the money back anyway. They got a college <laughs> loan and they got it. Well they, no, the they asked mommy
9: and daddy to give them the there money it stop go, it.
1: There. Thank you. All right, yeah. Arnie Spanier at Stink and Genius at Andy Furman FSR. Mike Harmon joins us in hour number three. So at at Swollen Dome. What's this with these nicknames, Stink and Genius, Swollen Dome? I don't get it. All right. Do eight, I still seven, have to pay?
9: Do I have to pay eight dollars a month right now, or is that later on for it's the get blue ugly, check mark? It? Is it, it's yeah. going to get ugly.
10: Really?
1: eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. eight seven seven nine nine six sixty three sixty nine. We have bottom barrel betting, Arnie. Are you ready to play bottom barrel betting Let's this do hour? It. Let's do yeah, it. we're going to do that. Okay, don't look now. But only the Eagles are better. That's next.
6: I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.
1: They got it going on both sides. We'll explain that in just about a minute. It's about 24 minutes past the hour. This is Fox Football Sunday. He is Arnie Spagna at Stinking Genius in for Bucky Brooks today. I'm Andy Furman. and uh, You know, you
9: surprised a- me, by the way.
1: Oh, I did? Yeah. How? Good, bad, different what?
9: Um, Well, first of all, we're getting a lot on Twitter. We'll have to get this guy said, I had to turn off the show. There was World Series games, college football, and NFL games. And Furman wants to talk about Kyrie. He made a mistake over and done with. It's all about the games, not that stuff.
1: I mentioned him in passing in hour number one. What are you talking about? We never talked about him.
9: Yeah, yeah. Doing, so, yeah. I don't know. What, I don't know what show that guy's listening
1: to. I just, my, I just said at the time. I said the, the big elephant in the room this week in sports was Kyrie Irving. Boom, my, end the story. And That's we are going
9: We got a lot of football to get to. But we've talked a lot about the colleges. Um, I want you to know something. Just on a little side note, I'm a little surprised at you. I'm going to give you. I'm going to rip you a little bit. You dude, sent me dude, a dude, uh, dude. an outline for the show today. You don't know how to write an outline. I see. I mean, you I just know. give the letters. You start with Roman numerals, then numbers, <laughs> then capital know, letters. In small letters. What are you I'm doing dis- for I'm crying dislected. out loud?
1: <laughs> I'm dyslectic. Mean. <laughs> you know, Let's I get out of know. it. Let's go, my friend. Okay, Let's uh, go. Suck Coop. it, Coop. Sends a tweet to us today Just at Justin, okay? He says, take the Panthers and the points today. Zach Taylor, coach of the Bengals, is a walking moron calling plays. That's a, t- that's a fan. That's what I like, okay? Fans showing emotion. No, no filter needed. You don't hold back. Let it out. And that's what he's saying. Take the points. All right? Carolina. And I will say this. If Carolina should beat the Bengals today, oy vey. That's all I'm saying. oi And the same thing with the Detroit Lions. Should they beat Green Bay today? Oy vey.
9: Yeah, uh, Cincinnati can't lose to Carolina. I mean, you're you're at five hundred right now. Especially if you want to win the division, you drop the four and five. You don't. First of all, you can't lose at home. You can't lose at home to a team like Carolina, and you can't lose to a team that's two and six. This is this should really be a Cincinnati blowout. Probably one of the better picks on the board. They they really should take it to them because so much at stake for Cincinnati. And like I said, you want any chance of winning the division. Um, it starts this week. We're halfway through. They've got to start playing a little bit better. And now with the, with Chase being out, I wonder how much that's going to uh, uh, right. affect the offense. Now, it, maybe it shouldn't affect the offense as much as well, we think it can't is. Well, they
1: stretch the field. That's the problem. Well, but but, but Kansas a...
9: City, when they lost Tyree Kill, doesn't look like yeah. they've lost anything offensively. So yeah. maybe it's not going to affect Cincinnati as bad. They should be able to win this game easy.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm going to make a little wage right now. Yeah. All right? This guy, this clown, at Douglas Critch, 14 who says he turned off our show because this World Series of college football, and all I wanted to talk about was Kyrie Irving, which is not true. Uh, he made a mistake. It's over and done with. It's more than, look, it's more than a mistake. I'm not going to get into it. Uh, I will wager... I'll wager with you, Emil, whatever you want, that this guy, Douglas Critch 14, is still listening, and I dare <laughs> him to call. 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Not only do I want him to call, I want him to apologize to me, because I did not mention I didn't want to talk about that. I mentioned it, okay? Let's move on. Let's talk about one of the premier teams in the NFL, which is the Buffalo Bills. They're at the Jets today, and the Bills are really and truly, they got it rolling. That's like your local team, on really. Number one in total offense. Number three in total defense. Von Miller making a great deal. Uh, a big move on defense right now. Josh Allen 19 touchdowns. Second in the league. And I got to believe this guy's going to be in the conversation for the league MVP. No doubt about it.
9: this yeah. is a tough call for me when you talk about the line. I know Buffalo currently 11. I thought it was up to 12 and a half. Um, if anything, I'd want to take the home team. The Jets take the 12 and a half points. Uh, defensively, the Jets have been a, a good team. They've been just, you know, split Body Offensively, uh, you know Zach Wilson. People kind of—I'm not saying rip him. You know, the, there's been pluses and minuses. He's played a, l- a little bit better than I thought he was ever going to be. I don't know. Maybe it's because I think the Jets are five and three. Maybe he's got something to do with it. If the Jets are ever going to get take that next step, you know, everybody said the Jets and the Giants. Who's going to take that next step? Um, it starts today with the Buffalo Bills. You've got to beat the Bills because you're at home. Um, the weather's going to be in your situation. Buffalo uh, again. Has played well, but you're you're defensively you're probably just as good as Buffalo. Offensively, you're not even close. I, I think without free solo, right? Free they're
1: running He's gone for the year. That's a, a big loss for the Jets.
9: And I think the Jets. I think they will keep it close. I don't know if they pull off the upset, but I think they're able to keep it close. And I, I'd take the points if, if I were you.
1: And you talk about the weather situation. They're talking about seventy five degrees and sunny in the New York region today. That's yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Really. I mean, How's let, it let it me tell Vermont? you something. It's,
9: it's it's warmer here in Vermont. Than it is in Los Angeles. I'm willing to bet that. I'm wow. serious.
1: That's amazing. really helpful. I'm serious.
9: I, we, we, this weekend, we had like 72. We actually almost beat. We were off by one degree. Um, a record of, of heat. Um, that's lasted like 90 years in Vermont in the Northeast for, for warm weather. So that's, a, we were one degree off for like a 90 year record.
1: He's Arnie Spanier. He's the man at Stinking Genius. I'm Andy Furman. Arnie's in for Bucky Brooks today. And by the way, lightning strikes twice for one NFL quarterback. That's coming up next on Fox Football Sunday, live from the TireRack.com studios. But first, here's Kevin White with the update.
8: Happy Sunday after a big night in sports as baseball has crowned a new champion. The Houston Astros have won the World Series. Jordan Alvarez hit the go-ahead three-run home run in the sixth to give the Astros a 4-1 win, clinching the series four games to two. Astros manager Dusty Baker after winning his first title in 25 years as a manager.
0: No, it's not relief. It's, it's, uh, It's just sheer joy and thankfulness. You know, it's not relief at all. I mean, because everybody was talking about it more than I was even thinking about it.
8: This is the Astros' second title. College football, a couple of top 10 matchups on Saturday. Number 10, LSU handed Alabama its second loss of the season in overtime, 32-31. Number 3, Georgia dismantled top-ranked Tennessee, 27-13. NFL news, the Titans hoping to not reveal the status of quarterback Ryan Tannehill until pregame warm-ups. According to ESPN's Adam Schefter, he is listed as questionable with what is believed to be a high ankle sprain. Raiders tight end Darren Waller not expected to play against the Jaguars. Rams running back Cam Makers is expected to play against Tampa Bay. Back to you guys.
1: Thank you so much, Kev. See you in about an hour. It's about 33 minutes past the hour right now. It's Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. You're a baseball guy. How
9: come you're not excited about the, the the World Series being done? And, you know, usually you'd be talking about that for four hours. about a Little bit. You're a baseball guy. Come on now.
1: You know, it's funny you mention I, I think I'm so baseballed out because of the team that I had root for locally. It was so bad this year. I've given up. After, after Father's Day, baseball was over for me, really.
9: really <laughs> and not wasn't. an intriguing—I didn't like the matchup. That was the problem, to be and honest. And I'll tell
1: you something about, about baseball. I mean, really and truly, baseball to me has become a regional and or a local sport more so than any other sport. It's like basically football. Football is a national sport. Everybody roots for football. But baseball, to me, is like a regional sport. The the Game
9: 5, totally rating-wise, crushed the NFL. I mean, just crushed it. I I don't know the numbers in front of me, but it was like the baseball did like a 10 or 11, while the football game did like a 6 or a 7. I mean, it just dwarfed it. Well, and and, and there's there's an excuse
1: for that, because I don't think a lot of people have Amazon. You got to get it on Amazon on Thursday. Yeah, night. I
9: don't know how that affects things. You are right about that.
11: that
1: I could I don't know very well be. Yeah. I, and it takes me twenty five minutes to find out how to get into Amazon, so I, that's another thing. <laughs> okay, Vikings are playing the Commanders today. I am really surprised with the Commanders. Really, they are four and four. They've won three straight. Okay, the defense has not allowed more than twenty one points during that winning streak, and they're not bad. But I tell you, the Vikings six and one first time. In 22 seasons, the Vikings are six and one. Only unbeaten. The, only the Eagles have a better record, and Buffalo have a better record than the Vikings right now. I'm surprised at the Minnesota Vikings. I'm almost happy because Kurt Cousins gets a bad rap. He always yeah, well, gets a bad rap. I it's not the purple.
9: It's not the purple people eaters out there. There's there's no doubt about that. But you're right. After the loss to Philadelphia, and they really got dominated in that game, they went ahead, and won five straight out there. Now they should beat the Commanders, and then that sets up a great game on the road against Buffalo. So I'm looking forward to that one next week. But overall, um, yeah, I'm wondering if this is a Super Bowl team or if this is just a team that's fooling us, going to win the division, go to the playoffs, and lose somewhere along the line. I think they're real. I think it's the real deal out here. They've played some really good football a lot better than I thought. They've got some great offensive weapons. They've got the receivers. They're a damn good team. Minnesota's got to be taken seriously.
1: I tell you what, I think Justin Jefferson's gonna have a big day today for, for the Minnesota Vikings wide receiver. They could be for a big game today. Have they clinched
9: uh, the division already, Andy? Is that already done? I if I they think were in college, was- they
1: got a bowl bid because they got their six <laughs> wins. But I don't, they haven't clinched the division. They, yet. they pretty
9: much they're six and one. Green Bay three and five, so it's pretty much they right. clinched the division there. Yeah.
1: Right. By the way, let, let's move on. Let's let's talk about the Raiders. I was shocked. Shocked last week about the Raiders. Raiders are playing at Jacksonville today. They were shut out at New Orleans last week. 24 zip. First time since they were shut out. 52 zip against the St. Louis Rams on November 30th in 2014. And guess what? Derek Carr was quarterbacking that day as well. Jags, after a start of 2-1 and one this year, they've lost five straight. What's going on with Jacksonville?
9: Well, Jackson. First of all, let me let me start with the Raiders. I always give my co- co-host on Sunday, Chris Plank, crap, saying that he's never going to show up every time the Raiders lose. He would never work this year, except for for two times. They, they, you talk about being one of the most disappointing teams in the NFL. They've got to be what top two, um, two and six, and yet people were thinking before the season that they could be a little bit of a long shot to go ahead and compete in that division. They were. Some people were down on Kansas City. People thought that maybe. Um, Right, Russell Wilson right. wasn't the answer out there in Denver. Uh they were and then they picked up Devontae Adams and everybody's like, oh man, this is it. This is It's all about the Raiders this year. And then they just lay an egg. They had to win the game against the Saints. As you mentioned, what are they? Two and six. You can't lose against the Jags, though I get a feeling they're gonna lose against the Jags. You know, if they beat the Jags they have a chance to make a little bit of a run. They'll be favored against the Colts. They'll be favored against the Broncos. They'll have the Seahawks and then the Chargers and the Rams. It's not like a murderous schedule out there, but it's got to start with this week. It's got to start today with the Jaguars, who I still expected Trevor Lawrence to you know, there's nothing about him that wows me. I'm a big Trevor Lawrence fan, Andy. But, the, you know, when you watch Joe Burrow or Herbert or Tua, you say, wow, look at that. Look what that play happened. Right, right. You never say that for Trevor Lawrence. He's played steady. He's played Okay but you don't get that wow factor with him and I'm still waiting to see if we're ever going to get it with him.
1: Yeah, you mentioned Trevor Lawrence, the uh, number one pick in 2021. He's only thrown for over 300 yards once in a game and uh, obviously the last week they played in London. They lost to Denver 21-17. He had two picks in that game, so I, I, I just thought that maybe he'd come into his own a little more so this, this year he has not. But I will tell you this much. I think the Raiders, if they stick to the ground game today, if they give the ball and shove it in the belly of Josh Jacobs, they'll be in good shape because I just think as bad as they were last week, they still have better talent, and this Jaguars team is just unreeling right now. I mean, is it, it too
9: little late. too late though, Andy? They're, they're two and five, and
1: they, um, yeah, I think it is. I, I think it's, it's first, it's too little too late for both of these teams. As I say, you look at the slate this, today in the National Football League, you know, a lot of these games leave a lot to be desired. I, I could, like, you know, like my good buddy Mike North would say, if they were playing this game in my backyard, I'd shut the drapes, really. <laughs>
9: so. So that, you don't think there's a lot of good action this week, huh? There's a, no. That's why
1: you're they, making
9: the, cha- the, the change to the college football, huh?
1: And, and let me throw it back in your lap because you're an expert on this, really. Not only the the, the marquee games, there are not many of them, and they're not very exciting games, but I think it's a great... Sunday for gamblers, right? I mean, this Raiders Jaguars game. I mean, it, it's a tough game to bet well, on, isn't it? I Andy, mean, if you're a gambler, then that's where it's at, right now. You it's say
9: not a You say not a lot of great matchups. But the Rams in Tampa Bay before the season started, you circled this game on your calendar. Was like, oh, this right. is going to be good. Tom Brady, the Rams. You know what they did last year. Titans and the Chiefs. Um, I thought were a pretty good matchup. I mean, the Titans are in first place, Kansas City in first place. So, um, you know, some people say, oh, that's good. That's going to be a good one. Watch out for that game um, and check that one out. I thought the Dolphins and Bears. If the Bears had got off to a better start, that 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 was going to be a big game also uh, for some people to watch. So, there, I mean, there's some important games. But
1: I think the Seahawks. C- cardinals game is going to be a good one today. I, I think that's a good, good one to watch because I, I just – I'm rooting for the Seahawks because I want Pete Carroll to, like, to, to shove his nose in the face of Denver. I really do. <laughs> Seahawks won 19-9 in Week 6 when these two teams met. Seahawks might be the most surprising team, as you mentioned, in yeah. the NFL. Geno Smith leads the NFL in completion percentage. He has the best passer rating in the NFC. And their defense has 14 takeaways, which is tied for third in the NFL. Cardinals, right now, they need DeAndre Hopkins. He came back. They're one-on-one since he's back after they had that six-game suspension, Arizona 0-2 in the NFC West. I gotta believe it's a do-or-die game for the Cardinals today. If they go three, what about Kyler six?
9: Murray? What about him? Is he is he a franchise quarterback? Look, no, he's, I, he's, I, he's not Herbert. He's not Tua. Uh, 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 he's he's not Burrow. He's not well. He, he's not Lamar Jackson or anything like that. But he's still a damn good quarterback. Is he not or what?
1: 10 touchdowns, six picks this year. I, I'm very disappointed in him. And I think that, you know, that whole thing that exploded with his contract saying that he needs more study time, you know, is he, as he fails, as the team fails, that's going to be thrown up in his face more and more. That he's not going to practice. He's too busy playing video games. I mean, it, it was an ugly situation. Is that situation. really
9: true with the video I, games? I, I don't, it's Come not on. true.
1: There's no way it's true, but that that's the way people are pointing it in his direction. And it's not fair. Is, there,
9: is he, he one of the most disappointing players? We talk about disappointing teams. Is he one of the most disappointing players, him and maybe Devontae Adams this year or what?
1: I agree. I think he is. And look, you talk about the quarterback, which I believe gets too much praise when, when they win and too much heat when they lose. On any team, you know, this guy is getting a lot of heat, especially if this team falters today. They go down 3-6 and six and they go 0-3 in the division. Oh, It'll be all over for them it. today. Yeah. yeah. Forget what about that. What do you like this and- game? Who do you like in this game? I like I, Seattle. I think Seattle's. I,
9: I, you know what? Again, it's tough to go ahead and get the sweep. Cardinals playing at home. You only got to lay two and a half. Or actually, two. I think in this game, they're saying Seattle's the better team, but because of home field advantage, will make the the Cardinals the favorite. I I keep waiting for the Cardinals to turn the corner and say, "Wow, right. there it is. There's the Cardinals that we expected." So I'm gonna. I'll probably stick with the Cardinals in this one.
1: You know, we talk about Carla Murray, and I I think the the problem with that ball club is is the relationship, at least from a distance I see, the relationship between Carla Murray and the coach. I mean, there's been a problem there. We've seen that. Wasn't a
9: problem last year, though, was it?
1: No, I guess not. I mean, I, I don't know what's happened this year, but you, you've seen the on-field situations that that, that there have been explosions there on, on the field with the, with coaching quarterback. And uh, who knows? I mean, it just
9: – He's I, got to make better decisions, Murray. Right. He really does. He's he's not played to what he's capable of. That That's why he's getting the big yeah. money. I, I think he's going to be so much better. We'll, we'll see. If, but, again, it starts this week. They lose now, and and the so season's over. over for the Cardinals. No doubt
1: about that. He's Arnie Spanier in for Bucky Brooks. I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. This is it. This is the game of games. It's the battle off the field. We call it bottom barrel betting. And you know what? It's freaking next. Bottom barrel betting right around the bend. About 11 minutes now before the top of the hour. We got Arnie Spanier in for Bucky Brooks today at bottom barrel betting. I'm Andy Furman. And welcome back in. It's Fox, Fox Fox Football Sunday Live from the TireRack.com studios, and of course, it's time to play. So let's play.
8: Let's, let's do it. it. It's bottom. bottom. Oh no! You thought you was lame. Beryl. Beryl. You put my f- money to sleep. You go get my
2: money, or I'll put your f- brain to sleep. Beryl.
1: Arnie Spaniel, you ready? Chris okay. P is going to make it pretty tough on you today, right, Chris?
2: I always go hard mode hey. when we when I host here. I go hard mode. Well, let's get. But the- Arnie's
1: a guest. This is a first time. Come I don't on.
2: care. Well, you, you want you want to know why I don't care because he has to defend the vaunted honor of Bucky Brooks, who went five and oh wow wow what five and what, zero last week. Andy, you went three and two, you lose. That's not not bad though, three and two. So so don't you want Arnie to sit here and maybe ruin his record? Maybe you don't want to yes. fit. Fa- you want yes, a fair I fighting do. chance in this. All right, know, but good. But he's
1: good at this stuff. I then know guess
2: what, what? Deep end time. The pressure, the pressure. Arnie, on, what do you I, got? Uh, uh, Andy, used to be the uh, sports information director at Oral Roberts, correct? Correct. Well, guess what? We've got some college basketball coming up here. Woo! And Oral Roberts is at St. Mary's. St. Mary's a nine-point favorite. Yeah. Who you got?
1: I got to go with my Titans. I mean, I work there, you know, so I'm going to go with Oral Roberts.
9: Got to go with St. Mary's. They're actually a good team, man. Watch out for them.
2: You said they were a nine-point favorite. I'd even, That's right. I'd even lay the nine in that one. So, yeah, I'm I'm laying the nine in that. I like St. Mary's. Look at this. Arnie's already coming with information and Annie's. Well, I St. love Mary's college basketball. No, St. Yeah.
1: Mary's is good, but I got to go I gotta go against the Rock. Right. 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 It's like betting against God.
2: <laughs> well, St. Mary's is, well, never mind. All right. Anyway. Uh, next game we have up here, we got the Knicks at the Celtics and, uh, oh, wait, hold up. up That was last night. Let me check my paper here real quick. I'm sorry. This is actually in the NBA G League. The Westchester Knicks at the Maine Celtics. Over under 218 and a half points. Oh, you got to go
9: over. They score a lot of points in those G League games out there. That's from the Westchester Knicks. Yeah, you got to take the over in that one. I'm, That's not fair because
1: Arnie probably has seen the main team play. That's like in your backyard. They used to right? have Taco
9: Fall uh, on that team. I don't think they have him
2: anymore, though. But they used to have him. Or there. the
1: seven foot four guy.
2: Yeah, exactly. Good.
1: Okay, I, I'm yeah. gonna go under. I just don't think they're gonna score that many points. I just they do
2: they score can. a lot of points. I'm almost about juicy. Uh, I'm gonna, it gonna go under. More, though.
1: But, okay, what are you gonna do? Hey, I'm we might have under. a
2: defensive battle. I don't know. Main main Celtics, by the way, their their logo was a lobster.
1: Fine, great. <laughs> it's great.
2: Anyway, we're going to the Premier League here. We've got United up against Chelsea, and uh, I have here. A, oh, I'm sorry. Hold on a second. What you thought? This is bottom barrel betting. You think you're in Premier League? We're talking the Ghana Premier League, uh-huh. where Real Tamale United is at Barikum Chelsea. Boys, we're going really off here. Well, so where is
1: this place?
2: It's in Ghana. Oh, okay. You know where Ghana is? Yeah, Ghana. You want me to get you an I, atlas? I'm gonna go there. Yeah, really? I can't even repeat the two teams you just you just said. Real on. Tamale United at Barikum Chelsea. I'm going to take Chelsea because for no no reason whatsoever. I'm giving you a goal total here. You hold your horses. Okay, I'm sorry. Hold your horses here, Arnie. Uh, Over under two and a half goals. This is a low-scoring league as far as I can tell from the Ghana Premier League. two and a half goals.
1: I'm going
2: over. Got to go over two and a half for no reason whatsoever.
1: Well, you gave me a hint that you said it's a low-scoring league. I'm going to go under. And one of the reasons why, because Arnie said over, I'm going to go under.
2: Well, I tried to set this as close as Just I can. Just to be contrary. I mean, two and a half, that means, you know, two to one gets you yeah. the over. Yeah. Okay. I'm
1: going under. All right. Let
2: him go under. All right. I'm, I'm letting him go under. I am letting I'm him go under. I'm always
1: under. I lose every week.
2: Yeah, that's right.
1: Jeez. You I mean, you not said it, the NFL. I'm anyway, a, uh, yeah. how much you
2: guys know about men's field hockey? Oh, tons. We're tons. taking you to uh, the, the two, 2022 Sultan Asla Shah Cup for field hockey. Malaysia, the host, taking on Pakistan. Malaysia, I'm putting at a one-and-a-half point favorite here. Who oh,
9: you definitely. You got to go with Malaysia. They're the favorites. They're the better team of the two. Definitely got to go with Malaysia in this one. He's I'm actually pa-
2: right. I don't know I'm how go- he's I'm
9: right.
1: going with the Packies, though upset here the pakis are up pakistan minded.
2: you're going yeah. for the upset i like it yeah, i like yeah. it let's get spicy Patties. here yes yes <laughs> all right guys yes. one last one we got for you about 40 seconds to go it is the final race of the world rally championship mm. rally yeah rally cars we love them world rally japan late next week we won't get this until then i'm giving you constructors here toyota is kind of the Filling the field, they look to be on on course to be the constructor favorite. So I'm giving yeah. you Toyota for the winning car or the field for another for another uh, constructor. Oh, that's
9: an easy one. Give me Toyota. Toyota, you got to go with that. They'll they're, they'll
2: pull it out. They're the home
1: that. team of Japan, but I'm going with the field. I mean, <laughs> just the field. All right. just the odds look like better. You know <laughs> what, what I'm saying? What kind of stuff is I'm, this? All right, and
2: that's bottom barrel betting. Uh, Thank geez. you very
1: much for your help. All right, Arnie Spagna, Andy Furman, coming up next: The Swollen Dome and his best on Fox Sports Sunday.
10: Greetings and welcome in another beautiful, glorious Fox Football Sunday, Fox Sports Radio. For the purposes of the next hour, I am the quiet one. So that tells you what you got coming up here, Fox Sports Raider. Hey, I'm talking about reputation. I'm talking about (laughs) history, and I'm talking about working with two guys that I respect, admire, love the careers, and I'm excited to be here. Mike Harmon alongside the stinking genius himself, Arnie Spanier, and our guy Andy Furman. This is what you call knowledge, institutional knowledge. These guys have been there, done that, argued with you on Twitter, Argued with you on radio, argued with me on radio low these many years. Gentlemen, how are we doing this morning?
9: Good, good, the way, it's five A.M. where you are. Slow down. Would you please hey, come on? I am
10: jacked up about it. When I got the call saying this is the the gathering here on a big Sunday morning, I said, Scott, Scott Shapiro, our boss, I said, You you'll never hear anything like this before or after. <laughs> so gentlemen, it is an honor and a pleasure to be with you Stop this Stop it with the, with the
1: kudos already. Stop yeah, it. Enough. Wait, enough. Wait, enough. Enough. That was
10: 37 wait, seconds, and you I'm guys are already up in my mouth falling falling I'm not happy. I'm not happy Why with we this. Why are not happy?
1: With this son of a a B, this guy on Twitter, Douglas Critch, 14. He said he turned off our show because um, I talked about Kyrie Irving. I mentioned, I freaking mentioned Kyrie Irving in passing. I said he's the elephant in the room. That was the big story in sports. But we got World Series, college football, NFL. And he said he turned the show off. And I tell you what, I, I, I'd like to see this guy face to face. I get into arguments with these people. I think they do it just to hit my hot button because he really did. I'm Doug gonna did. I'm going to smack you from here to tomorrow. I would love to smack you from there to there
10: i would just like that see yes. it gets you revved up uh you could yes. send all your derision my way at swollen dome the best i'm gonna say is hey thanks for listening tell your friends you don't like yeah, it, we yeah. don't care. Uh, the old <laughs> road warrior line from the uh, professional wrestling world, gentlemen. Uh, you know,
1: I'm with you there. If you don't like it, I, I, I'm with you on that. But don't, don't make up stories that I talked about Kyrie Irving. because Somebody did.
9: else said that in, too. Another no, one no, that no, said, but, but captured by Kitty said, pleasant surprise to turn on the radio and hear you top of the morning, Arnie. Don't, didn't need to devote the entire show to Kyrie. No,
1: but he had a smile <laughs> thing. He had a smile <laughs> emoji the over there. The so, entire show. Yeah, As see, it these people come on now. Stop it already. Grow <laughs> up. Have a pair, will you? That. Oh, I mean, geez. that that's
10: part of the, the largesse of our world anymore. I heard you guys as I was driving in uh, talking about the changing face of media, the changing face of the world. We'll get to that in a moment, because we got to remind folks, we're broadcasting live from these TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Going all the way back to 1979, we got to talk to the executives guys i'll tell you what uh, you want to talk about passion for tires we're talking about smell of tires size of tire all the different ways and look the weather's changing across america right now so uh you need to make sure that your tires are ready uh for the roads ahead Man, Arnie's so been buying that for years. Been I got using- snow tires
9: on. I, I told you I got two Broncos and a Jeep. So I've been, I got the big old teeth, the big old gnarly tires to go through the snow. I love them. See,
10: man. important yeah. stuff. And, and they're drop-down menus and everything. I mean, the the process is so easy. But I heard you guys talking about the the changing face of media, how we interact, right? You bring that up, Andy, you know, the interactions there on Twitter. And, and remember, once upon a time, you really had to kiss the ass of anybody uh, that was running the media, Department for a team, yes, yes. and yeah. play nice sandbox with everybody because the players like look, think about all the books that have been written about, say, the '60s Yankees. Just, just take that squad over a decade of all that was going on behind the scenes that took years and never written while they were active, active players, but yeah. everybody knew what was going on, right. right? All of these things, these stories that come out so many years later, because back in the day, you wanted to keep your press pass. Travel with the team, drinking the same bar. Well, back in the day,
1: the team would pay for the travel no, of but the reporters. No, that's what I mean, right? Yeah,
10: yeah. I mean, all all of that goes through, and I mean, and you can tell now when guys are and women are employed by a team, what the criticism is and and where the lines are. Right? Very me, firmly established this, versus Mike. Twitter versus all these other internet sites, etc. Because you got to credential them because it's a growing media, but right. you don't have the same control you once did.
9: Let me, let me right. ask you this. Do you think it's hurt our business now that athletes can just go to Twitter and break their own stories um, and, and have their own platform and they don't need to come on shows like this or, or stuff, you know, you know, sports talk radio? They have their own uh, the, the podcast and well, stuff to
10: talk on. I, I think there, there's definitely that that split because, at least for me, national is is a different animal than than local. Like, local, you're still going to connect to the fans because you need them to still come support you, buy jerseys, buy whatever products and Mm. and the endorsement deals, right? The live fireside chat at Barbecue Place X. All of those things. I mean, that's how you augment your money. Now the money has changed to where maybe guys don't do that as frequently to push, but you know i don't think it's trans transcended completely into that that space cuz i mean do, do you guys Go rush to what was it? Players Tribune is is that your go to? <laughs> no, not mine. No, no, I'll tell you no, know, it hurts. And Even guys twenty years my junior, right. that's not you know a destination. Oh, I got to go read what this guy posted in long form about his life. Maybe maybe some small percentage, but it's it's not critical mass. It
1: hurts the PR guy. I was a PR guy in pro sports for several years, and, and to have a guy a, 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 a a player announces signing or trade would kill would kill a PR guy, a PR director. You know, everything would go through the club and the club makes the announcement through the PR guy. He sends out a release. And now, you know, these players are on there and they're making their own releases. They're sending out their own messages that he's, he signed the contract, he's traded, whatever it may be. If you're a PR guy today in sports, it'll drive you nuts. They yeah. really would think, think about that,
9: but I I think it's better for sports talk radio that these athletes have their own oh, no podcast because they'll say stuff that if you came on our 100%. shows they would never talk like no, that. That's they, right. they would never like if you asked them a certain question about Kyrie or something or you know to be crazy. Right?
10: No, you, know, no, no, you, you can't talk about Kyrie. No, no, no. You can't but, use Kyrie because yeah. LeBron didn't reference yeah. it until Dan Wojciek asked him about it after our show was. Done. But he did though, right? But no, no, did, but, yes, he yeah. but, but he finally but did. But 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 that was the point. You and I were talking about this. This when you sat in for Jason yeah. Smith on Friday night, yeah, is yeah. how quiet the people had been. And then Wojcie, who joined us live from the game in the post, all of a sudden you had a, a big statement from LeBron. Because is that it.
9: a setup question? Because you already had a statement. You knew that LeBron was just waiting well, for the question. He, so he,
10: yeah, he knew it had to come. Well, it's not Dan setting it up. He just knows someone's going to ask it. Right. And Dan's right. a guy, and and I respect the hell out of Dan Wojcie, longtime friend uh, of our show and of the network. Is uh, he's not afraid to ask the question. Right, a lot of other guys are worried that they're going to ruin a relationship. Again, going back to access and future quotes or little tidbits of information that might inform some of the reporting they're doing. Dan says, forget it. You know the relationships that you know we we don't have a lot of guests on our shows during the week. Jason right, Smith right. and I, but we've created relationships and long-term friendships. Right, so we'll have guys come on. Jay Glazer among them. Where he probably gives us a little more than he's going to give any other place he does media,
9: right? And I mean, every like,
10: once in a while, I I I think he kind of wonders, wow, did I go too far? But he's Jay, right? He's earned right. the right to to do what he's going to do. Jason Lock and for some of the others uh, that come on, Rick Buecher or but don't those uh, guys get Hull. paid
1: to come on? I mean, if well, they do, some do,
10: some don't. Right, the ones but, that get but, paid, but even if they they're, do, obligated, well, to but they're you more. obligated to give me no, they're obligated to give me their time. Yeah. They're not obligated to give me anything else. That's that's the uh, the dirty little secret At all. It's like I, they're not getting paid to come on here and break news. Right. Right. That's I right. mean, you know, for some of these guys, yeah, they might get a spot bonus from the websites or whatever else where they work. For these guys, they're coming on, and generally it's some conversation, give us some updates of what you're hearing from practices and everything else, and then maybe you get a little extra depending on a situation that's developing. Right, so right. you know, you guys, you reference the Kyrie Irving thing. It, it exists, right? It is a big story. I get it. If you did nothing but listen to sports talk radio or watch sports television on Friday, right, right. it was everywhere, and right. it was gone. It was there for a full week, and really didn't hit critical mass until. Thursday and Friday when they finally had the suspension and his apology, is it an apology, is it not, call the hotline, all that stuff, right? But it's it's the idea that, you know, we don't live in a vacuum. This all plays together. As much as you'd like it to be, all right, there's just games on the field and that's where it begins and ends, that's not the world we live in. And it never has been. I agree And with for you. folks that want to put their head in the sand and just say, hey, only talk about how this wide receiver is going to go up against this cornerback. What's Sauce Gardner going to do to Gabe Davis <laughs> or Stephon Diggs? That's great. That's fantastic. Yeah,
1: and then the other side of the coin is if you ignore the Kyrie story, people will say, well, well they were afraid to touch it.
10: No, but that's, right? but that's the point, right? You can't be afraid. I, I do like some of the folks on Twitter saying, if we added Mike North to the mix here— then all hell would break loose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, I come Mike from you, the Mike North uh, school, it, it of Chicago. So there
7: you go. It
9: would. Harmon, you you hit it on the head uh, on Friday night when Kevin Durant came out and said, "We don't I really need to wish, Jonathan." You, I really wish that uh, we could just go past this and move past the Kyrie thing and not talk about it anymore. And you hit it on the head when he said, "You mean kind of like shut up and dribble?" Which is, isn't it funny that that's what the NBA players want now is to shut up and dribble when well, it comes to a topic like that? Well, that's, that's what wanted.
1: the commissioner wanted. It took him. A wait
10: to talk about it he 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 was upset though
9: commissioner silver was very upset oh i
10: I have no doubt he was but at the at the same time you know you you took six days to address it at all right which you know for me as a as a guy who's been doing this a long time you you guys as well right there there are stories that that get to simmer because you're waiting on details there there's there was nothing here i'm waiting there, for
1: al Sharpton to comment on it
9: maybe he wanted to maybe the commissioner wanted to see the backlash first maybe he wanted to see how well, the nets but, were going to reply and and stuff like then, that but even then it took yeah. 6
10: days right and then all of a sudden oh he he it may be untenable cuz he's mad i didn't mean to make this a kyrie irving segment right, 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 for the right, final right. minutes of this first segment but just from the idea of you know, there, there's the choices that you make. It's editorial choices, and some things are bigger deals than others. You know, I we we go through plenty of stories through the week, and I just kind of shrug. I go, I, I don't know how big that is. This is a right. big deal, it right? Is. You've got people that legitimately and to their heart and their cores are offended by the the whole process from the content being produced to the the player and the tacit endorsement.
1: And there's a bigger story involved, too. It's a question of, yeah, there are people that are upset. There's no doubt about that. But it's the question of, it's freedom of speech. He's permitted to do that.
10: Sure, but, but I'm but also they, then uh, right. permitted to fire back. Right. Exactly. And with great power comes great responsibility. I steal that from Spider-Man. Uh, oh, really? Uh, and, well, it's, uh, it was in the Spider-Man. It was Uncle Ben uh, telling <laughs> telling Peter uh, to be careful. But, they, look, we leave no pop. Culture reference uh, and stone unturned here as well, but just that idea of you've got all these followers, you've got a global brand in the NBA, and as much as you may not like, like I work for Fox Sports Radio, if I go out out, out of pocket and start ranting and raving about insert topic X, I don't expect immunity from it,
11: and right, for them right. to
10: just say, "Oh, good, well, good for him. He got a little bit of Twitter following and buzz." No, if it's bad and reflects badly on the company, I just signed a contract. You know, There's paragraphs upon paragraphs of things that you're not allowed to do as right. a member of an organization, private and as businesses. For,
9: as for talking about Kyrie, too, and I know people, some people may be sick of it, but this is a story that um, in a week from now we'll be talking about it again after the five games are up, and did he go ahead and take care of all those things that he was supposed to take right, care of? Right, the laundry you know,
10: list that came right, out yesterday. It's
9: kind of like yeah. Deshaun Watson. When Deshaun Watson comes back, right, right. We'll Start all over again. Look what happened. This is what recently new girls coming forward. Um, you know, should he be allowed to play? Should he got the full year suspension? And it starts all over again when he comes back. So some stories like this just continue and go on and on and on. Mike Good Armin,
10: point. Arnie Spanier, Andy Furman, with you here, Fox Football Sunday, Fox Sports Radio. I just, just to put a bow on it, guys. You know the the other the other part to it is sports is a gathering place, right? It's, it's one of those things and I've made this analogy oftentimes, like we go to games and yeah, there's the percentage uh, on the, the lunatic fringe that, all right, let's fight about our teams and let's, you know, have that aggression and, and be over the top. But in general, it's a place we can come to and we're all celebrating something specific, right? When you go to a concert, you go into a church service, the energy is flowing in one direction, right? You're all there for a purpose, entertainment, the love of competition, whatever you want to do, boil it down to. The rest of the world is a chaotic place and loud wins in most cases. And when there's dangerous and potentially very harmful in information out there that traverses into our sports world, we, we can't be quiet on it right you have to come with it with thought and careful and you know care and choose your words differently than you would ranting once again about a matchup of this quarterback and why he stinks <laughs> which we'll do here in a couple minutes cuz we got to get back to the <laughs> bread and butter of the show but but the reality is you know we th- those don't go into a vacuum we don't just say hey you know what these are uncomfortable conversations so we have to be quiet about them that's not the way this works.
9: No, you're right. That's not, And that's not the way sports talks works. And, um, you know, the, the the tougher it is to talk about, it, the more people like to bring it up. So I agree with you 100% on that, no doubt.
10: All right. Mark the tape there, Chris, because that'll be the last time for the rest of this Exactly. The Fox exactly. Football Sunday, Fox Sports Radio. It is week nine, one game in the book. Short slate, six teams on by this week. Yeah, that's right. Change up those fantasy lineups. Cleveland, Denver, Pittsburgh, Dallas, the Giants. And the 49ers are all off. I've already into the 58th minute with Chelsea and Arsenal getting after it, guys. So good times ahead. The EPL is going. World Series is done. Chaos in college football and more NFL. We've got a lot to talk about. We'll wrap our arms around it. And we'll do it next here on Fox. Welcome back in. It's Fox Football Sunday, Fox Sports Radio. Mike Harmon alongside Arnie Spanier and Andy Furman. Pleased to be with you here on a beautiful Sunday morning, week nine of your National Football League, as we come to you live from the Tyrac.com studios. They'll get you there. Hey, guys. Big slate of games ahead.
9: No, let me stop you there, because there's only two games in the afternoon.
10: Very upset about that. Very upset. Well, you know what? You're like stealing notes off of my page. It's like you're you're watching me in the studio. No, that that is kind of. uh, I'm I'm a bit salty about that myself, Arnie. I got to tell you, I, I, we were talking about it as we were previewing the week on the I Want Your Flex podcast that I do with Dan Beyer. And we were talking about that because he does the show with George Reister during the afternoon games, right? So they're coming in as the early games are ending. It's like, all right, we got four monitors here, or actually five in the Fox Sports Radio studios here in Southern California. Normally you've got three or four games, and then you've got one that's a red zone, right? And then right. one that's a recap. And, and today it's literally two games. Literally two I, games. And, and only one team
9: yeah. above five hundred. It's just Seattle. I mean, the Ra- Rams-Tampa is an intriguing game. Well, and for loses, a million reasons. Right, because right. of Tom, obviously, and the Rams of what they did last year. But they're still both sub five hundred. So, I mean, you could either watch one of those games or take a nap or watch the Laker game. That's pretty much it. I, mean, I am disappointed. I hate when they do this because so many teams have the bye week. you got to have at least three teams or three games in the afternoon. They should have moved, like, the Jets-Bills to the 4 o'clock Eastern or something like that so we'd have that.
10: I like that you wanted to flex out the Jets. Look at you! Were you trying to get a nap after the show, figuring you could then wake up for the afternoon game with your Jets? Yeah, I I see you. I see you. Uh, But plenty to talk about. We'll get into that Rams and, and Buccaneers game in earnest. I mean, Buccaneers for all of the trials, tribulations, and where where we're at. They're still the number six scoring defense in the National Football League. It uh, hasn't been perfect. Obviously, the run game's been deplorable. The offensive line play, Tom Brady's on the 1-1,000, one, 2-1,000. 1, the ball's got to be gone or he's going to get flattened, uh, mm-hmm. which is the same thing on the Rams. So let's see which side gives here. But a story that's gaining some steam this morning, gentlemen, and we've seen a lot of teams, his former team uh, among them, uh, rumored into the Odell Beckham Jr. sweepstakes. Mm. And now right. the latest reports are the Cowboys – Leaning cool. in hard because, you know, what, what do we always talk about? You know, sometimes you'd say it's better to be lucky than good. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, hey, you don't have to put in the work and it falls your way. Sometimes you're both. And that's what we have right now with the division-leading undefeated Philadelphia Eagles because when you've got a plus 15 turnover differential, there's a lot of luck that comes into that, too. Yeah. Right? It, you make plays, but that that's also a, a lot of luck, be it schedule and, and be it. Uh, being opportunistic, and that's what they've done thus far. And now the Cowboys on the radar, and one of the teams. If we're going to do that little playoff bubble, and and who's above whom, you know they're there. But the receiving core might have liked the names more from a fantasy angle. But, but they got one, C.D. Lamb. That's right, it. and and even he, you know, he was a guy that if you do follow fantasy week to week, he was a guy that was the quiet thousand yard guy a year ago. It's like he and Kyle Pitts of the Falcons. Like, all right, they got to 1,000. Did they feel like they were impactful? No. No, they didn't. But now you've got Gallup coming off injury. You have... um, Washington that they got from Pittsburgh, he got hurt in the preseason, still trying to come back from injury. Dalton Schultz has been in and out of the lineup all year, and Odell Beckham Jr. hasn't played. But, you know, you, you're you looking at trying to find lightning in the bottle, and you didn't get it in the trade market because they, whether you want to go to salary cap reasons or people don't want to give Jerry Jones any advantage. There's a million reasons why a trade can't be consummated in a league. But now you've got to go – I don't want to call it the scrap heap because the guy was playing really well and would have been the Super Bowl MVP if he hadn't gotten hurt. But here we are in week nine still trying to find uh, that extra little bit to the formula. Yeah,
9: if 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 I'm Odell and I'm going to go ahead and pick which teams I want to go to, number one on my list has to be the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, They're second place. They still have a chance to catch Philadelphia. They're in a good spot to go ahead and get a wild card. They need a a wide receiver desperately. They have a quarterback that can get it to you, I believe. So, yeah, I got to go to Dallas, number one. Then it's going to be tough. Where would you go after that? Would it be Cleveland, Cleveland. well, I was going to say maybe Green Bay, but they're 3-5. and five. Would it be something like Tampa Bay? But they're 3-5. They by the time he good joins them, they may be out of, the, out of a playoff run. Where did you say, Andy? Where would you go?
1: I think I'd go to the Browns. I really do. they got Amari Cooper as a receiver. they got probably the best one-two running punch in the National Football League with Chubb and Hunt. And uh, Deshaun Watson coming back. I think the Browns. And they've lost a lot of heartbreakers. They really have stupid losses, too. I think the Browns are the team to do it. It could
9: be yeah, it could be too little too late by the time he goes there. So uh, yeah, you well, want to pick a team that wants to make the playoffs there, Harmon. Well,
10: but that's the other thing, though, is that here in week nine, that's the the beauty and misery uh, of the where the National Football League is, depending on whether you love, quote, parody or mediocrity. I'll let you guys pick yeah. the term. Remember Brady a couple weeks ago was like, Yeah, it's bad football. I mean, you've got so many teams all the way down to say twelve. Right now in the AFC, if you want to include Denver and Mr. Unlimited uh, after their win in London at Wembley Stadium against the Jaguars, it's the Jaguars, so whatever, (laughs) but all, all wins count, right? uh because if we're going to do quality of wins then we really have to penalize Philadelphia at this point don't we yeah, but they're so. undefeated so uh try taking those wins away from people in Philadelphia I'll stay the hell out of the way and let you guys fight that one out uh yourselves <laughs> we we've seen how that works but even in the NFC right who's you've got the the Eagles people dismiss the Vikings at every turn Kirk Cousin must have really ticked some people off along the way. He
1: gets no respect. It's unreal. It congratulations
10: really to Kevin O'Connell, by the way. Uh, Welcome their fourth child in, and, and then he was back on a plane uh, to coach for today's game. So good on him. But after that, you've got three and four seeds are Seattle and Atlanta, guys. That's mm. where we're at in the NFC. That's how so, ugly it is. Well, yeah, but that's, but that's my point. Like when you bring up Tampa and Green Bay, I think even if they lose today, they still have the, the potential to be a back-end wild card team and if you're right at the right time dangerous things happen right because right now at the even look at the back end all right 49ers trending up we can we can stipulate to that Giants six and two i don't know matt you look at what dable's been able to do he's got them believing they play some good defense and as long as barkley's healthy they've got a puncher's chance in a lot of games right but then the eight seed is the commanders and taylor heineke The nine seed is the Rams, who we've done nothing but stand there like DiCaprio at the end of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with a flamethrower the whole time for their season.
9: You know what's interesting about this is that you mentioned uh, you have wild card teams that are going to be better than two of the division winners, which could be like Atlanta and Seattle. But I think like Dallas, who would be a wild card, or maybe even the Giants, who'd be a wild card, would be better than two of the division winners out there. That's why. Well, the but I'm
1: so happy good. you mentioned that Green Bay is a possibility for a wild card spot because that tweet that really got that to really me. That really got to on, you uh, this morning. I they heard they really you ranting have, about it earlier. I, I honestly think that Green Bay has a shot. I really do.
10: At Andy Furman, FSR. Not after they lose to there. Detroit. That's for well, sure. Well, if they
1: lose to Detroit, it's over, really. And if Arizona loses today, it's over.
10: There's yeah, a lot Arizona's of Arizona's a team. Yeah. yeah, we we could well, put this as demarcation Sunday, I guess to a degree. Yeah. But, but my point was that the NFC, there's not teams running and hiding guys. Like there, there's a couple of good teams. I mean, what's is Seattle like? you still have people saying, well, it can't continue with Geno, can it? Can They're it? overachievers. Right? Are they overachievers or have they just found the right formula for this year?
1: Well, go back to Minnesota for a second. I mean, you're, sure. you're the one that certainly looks at who've you beaten and certainly, you know, you can change that because they're on your schedule sure. but they beat a bad green bay team they lose to philadelphia beat a bad lions team at the time new orleans was really bad they beat a bad bears team sorry but they are and uh, they beat miami okay big deal so they're six and one you can't take the record away but seriously i don't see any really impressive wins on this
10: slate no and that's it for them the tests now come right commanders are 500 right. Uh, commanders, you know, if we talk about them in the playoff berth, because, you know, I, I come prepared with my strength of schedule left on the uh, docket, guys. Uh, they have the hardest schedule remaining. You know who's number two? The Giants. So wow. there's there's two right there. And in terms of easiest, Baltimore's got the easiest remaining schedule. They're a team on the rise if they can get healthy. Andrews and Edwards probably not going to in this evening's game, or I should say the Monday night game against New Orleans. But – Again, ease of schedule, their opponents combined record going forward, guys, 35%. Then you've got Atlanta, second easiest schedule, so they're not going to go away. And they run a, an interesting brand of football is that they will just bludgeon you with the run. And they get Cordell Patterson back off IR today against a Chargers squad that is uh, looking for a life raft that gives up nearly six rushing yards per attempt.
9: You, you know, you mentioned the Ravens. What's their real record? Are they 5-3 and three five or are they 8-0? No? Or they could be 8-0. No. They lost that double-digit lead to the Dolphins. Yes. They had no business doing right. that. I said the same thing for the Bills and the Giants. They had no business losing. I think it was a double-digit lead to the Giants, too, uh, before they lost 24-20. This team, if they were 8-0, no, they'd be considered the number one team in the NFL and people would be picking them to win the Super Bowl.
10: But as we sit here today, as Bill Parcells taught us, gentlemen, you are what your record says you are. No, we'll no get, they
9: may be better than that five and three. I, I would say they're right. better than five and no, three. No, that's, that's great.
10: Good. Now they got to go prove it in the second half of the season. Those three losses don't come off the books, guys. No, but that, that was so, ugly losses so, losses. No, there. that's fine, yeah. but those yeah. are bad losses. Those still count, and well, in some ways, they, they count more because you can't finish.
1: They could run the table the rest of the season. They really could. They will be
10: favored
9: in every game. No doubt. By and by a except for maybe Cincinnati, they'll be favored by a consider by like a t five to seven points on each game.
10: Run With through it. You know. You've got the Cleveland, New Orleans, the Cleveland and Cincinnati a bye game week. To be tough. Yeah, you've got Cleveland, you got Cincinnati, Pittsburgh playing for pride, whatever that means, uh nice. anymore. Denver, are they getting better? Right? People all love their personnel coming in, but they trade away Joe. Denver stinks to out loud. Your Dolphins. Yeah.
9: They stink out loud. Forget about Denver. Yeah, they you got Pittsburgh, well twice. That. They right. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh twice. They play Pittsburgh twice. Pittsburgh
10: twice. You've got yeah. the plucky Atlanta Falcons down the road. Jacksonville, Carolina. Yeah, it's there for them to go get it, which means they'll stub their toe uh, at the least <laughs> opportune time. Artie Spanier, Andy Furman, me, Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio, coming in from the dot com studios. Now let's kick it over to the update desk and get an update of what's going on. What's going on, Kevin? Hey, good morning. Football has the floor now across
8: America and that's because last night Major League Baseball crowned its champion.
2: Mancini playing behind the
1: runner
10: at first. He goes and the pitch is lifted to right by Cassianos. Long run for Tucker over toward the line and foul territory. Makes the catch and the Houston Astros do it again. 2022 World Series champions.
8: Robert Ford on FSR affiliate KBME with the call. Jordan Alvarez hit the go-ahead three-run home run in the sixth inning to give the Astros a 4-1 win, clinching the series four games to two. Houston shortstop Jeremy Pena named World Series MVP, just the third rookie to win it, as the Astros have now won two titles. College football, a couple of top 10 matchups on Saturday. Number 10, LSU handed Alabama its second loss of the season in overtime, 32-31. The other big matchup saw number three, Georgia dismantled top-ranked Tennessee 27-13. NFL news, the Titans hoping to not reveal the status of quarterback Ryan Tannehill until pregame warm-ups, according to ESPN's Adam Schefter. He is listable, listed as questionable against the Chiefs tonight with what is believed to be a high ankle sprain. Raiders tight end Darren Waller not
10: expected to play against the Jaguars. Back to you guys. Now we're talking about a full quartet. I love the energy. Passion, energy, hey, we gotta, and excitement.
9: We got to make a correction on what the time? update. There was a mistake on the update. Somebody the corrected. Mistake? They said it was the second uh, championship for the Astros. <laughs> it's the first one without cheating. So, then Are you sure about that? Uh, yeah.
10: <laughs> I'll be I'll that, that guy. Somebody said huh. that Hello, Houston. <laughs> <laughs> Are we sure about anything agree. anymore, guys? No, we're not. We're right? not. I yeah, mean, look. Yeah, all they of cheated.
1: Every, they were cheating in a fishy tournament in Cleveland a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> well, and right. they cheating right. in weight, chess. Weighted, cheating weighted is fish.
10: there. Uh, there's been a couple of big poker scandals of late. That's true you too. You had the Albert Pujols bat. We were talking about that a little bit on Friday night. Andy. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, when too. Artie was in with me, so you had that. Only had... 14 years of
9: using the same bat, though, so you know.
10: <laughs> but but why does he get grandfathered in? If the bat's illegal, the bat's illegal. Uh, so I'm putting an asterisk next to Pujols. Hate me, Who used the bat word
9: broke in and ba- tennis ball Oh, scheme. that was Sammy
10: Sosa. <laughs> it was his batting practice bat because he wanted yeah, to put he on made his a show. Because he, he wanted to the... put on a show during yeah, batting yeah. practice. I forgot. And if about you ever that. had a chance to. I'll tell you what, during that 98 season, if you did go to batting practice for any of those squads, I mean, not that batting practice isn't a home run parade anyway, but you want to talk about some ridiculousness. They'd have hundreds of people out in the streets beyond, oh. uh, beyond the walls there at Wrigley fighting for the batting practice home runs. <laughs>
9: oh, jeez. Unbelievable. That was
10: insane. Uh, I saw that uh, Poole Holtz's uh, 700th home run ball went for, I think, $360,000. Not shabby. After the not too uh, shabby. buyer's premium. So there you mm. go. Uh, at Andy Furman FSR, at Stinking Genius, one at Swollen Dome. That's where you find us on Twitter. Uh, as we continue here, oh, guys. Oh, by the way, did yeah, anybody win the $1.5 billion? I did yesterday. not see a report okay. one way or another. I know it no, wasn't I'm me. I'm still
1: here. I'm still here. <laughs> you
10: would have showed up anyway because you love it. No, you probably were. Right. Especially when you see, well, my name.
1: If I would have won, I would have made an offer tomorrow morning to buy Fox Sports Radio.
10: Ooh, now we're talking. See, yeah. now you're getting down to brass tacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that's going to get excised from any podcast. Like, can, can I just finish saying? up what
9: you say about Odell Beckham yeah, Jr. and, 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 and the Cowboys? He, where
10: should he be? Yes,
9: I saw this report that came in on Twitter that said the Cowboys also made an offer on wide receiver Jerry Judy, uh, but the sides right. couldn't agree on a price. They want to get a wide receiver. Well, I they, they Jerry... went after
10: Brandon Cooks too, but with right, an eighteen right, million, yeah. and then he pouted, didn't play on Thursday. No,
9: I. From what I understand, that the, the team wanted too much in return, like a second and a well, fourth. Well, but they or didn't want to like pay
10: the the eighteen million and give up draft
2: picks right right, right? So, I well, mean, you there was, pay somebody was yeah. going to
10: have to eat some money right you signed a deal with Houston Okay, and I'll leave it at that. You signed a deal with Houston. You knew they were going to be bad. Maybe you had a quote-unquote gentleman's agreement that if things went awry at the trade deadline, they'd look at opportunities. That doesn't mean they're just going to roll over and say, hey, rub my tummy and take whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) Just give me audio. No, but legitimately. like, Yeah, we want a second and fourth. Look what... Look at the price for Christian McCaffrey and others, and some would say they overpaid. Well, you're, you're making a play on a guy who truly is a difference maker. Brandon Cooks is a well-traveled guy, and he's a good receiver. Is he a difference maker that's elevating you to Super Bowl status? No. Yeah, yeah, but the second and fourth, I, second that and fourth, been, and eighteen yeah. million dollars. I mean, <laughs> that
9: that's that's uh, too high of a price tag. You're, but that's what they want. People in in hell want ice water, but you're not going to get it. So Nicely you done. you could yeah you could have made a, a different offer to them. They probably no, would have taken it. But
10: that's just it. You you can offer, and you either accept or not. Right? Bad fantasy trades going down ahead of deadline. Folks send you a bunch of ridiculous things, and then you just decide whether you want to accept, just so they'll leave you alone. Well, with the NFL, there's a hard deadline, and you can put them on mute or block them or whatever yeah, you're going to yeah. do. All right, mm-hmm. bad offer. And you know what? Reputations get out pretty fast. Not that GMs get to stay in their jobs very long, but you get the reputation of, all right, this is going to be unreasonable. We're not going to bother. I remember Houston had a bit of an upheaval because of that Easterby guy leaving. So now you've got a whole other power thing, just like you did a couple years ago when Bill O'Brien was there, when everybody's looking around going, all right, who's actually making the call? And then Trader Bill went to work and gutted that team.
9: But they could have used Brandon Cooks, and that oh that, no, that he's that a good been, yeah.
10: receiver. But it
9: would have been a good pickup. But it's just not worth the a, price a, tag right, there. A yeah. gross
10: overpay yeah. uh, relative to the market. Well,
9: sometimes you got overpay. I remember talking to Jerry Jones once. I had him; he was doing the Jerry Jones show in Dallas. I said, Jerry, forget about you know any certain players. How do you know when you're overpaying for a certain person or trade overpaying on a trade? He goes, Let me tell you something. He goes, Every time I thought I was getting a bargain, I took it in the blank he didn't say blank he said the word he goes whenever i overpaid for something i knew i was getting a good deal and that's the way to do business period of course we all can't overpay for stuff we don't have money like jerry but that's what he was saying if you try to get a bargain most of the time that's exactly what you'll get something that doesn't work out
10: well in this in this case Mm -hmm. you know he had to make the decision were they willing to compromise Future for whatever they they estimated the game to be? Well, the answer is yes to that. Yeah, to win I, well, also, yeah. No, no, but I, they clearly decided no, right? Which was in contradiction to what he had been saying the last couple of weeks because he's been talking a lot about mortality and his window right. of winning. No, So doubt we'll, about we'll continue that. this in a minute. Andy Furman, okay. Arnie Spanier, me, Mike Harmon, coming to you live from the tireact.com studios here of Fox Sports Radio. A couple game previews and we'll continue this trade valuation process here in a moment here on Fox. Hey, welcome back in to the TireRack.com, Fox Sports Radio Studios. Mike Harmon, Arnie Spanier, and our guy Andy Furman, at Andy Furman FSR on Twitter. This is a truly a pleasure, fellas. I love the depth of conversation. People loving it on Twitter. Come on in and And give us your opinions uh, of what you're liking here. I want to get back and just tie a bow on the trade conversation for a minute. Because I've always been a very strong believer in the F them picks theory that the Rams have exhibited these last couple years. So long as I know I'm actually getting value and it's pushing me over the top. And I think that was really the point with Brandon Cooks that I was trying to get to. But I I guess I, I didn't do so so eloquently uh, as stated before, right? You if, know, if you think the guy's a difference maker, you go get him.
1: It, it's difficult to say, am I getting talent or not? You just don't know. I I like the philosophy of various ball clubs. I want to win now. When yeah. the Rams got Matthew Stafford, want to win now. When the Buffalo Bills went after Von Miller, they want to win now. They have a group, a core group of players, and they know by adding a piece or two, they could get to the top. And I love that. It sends a message out yeah. to other teams, sure. and it sends a message out to your fan base.
9: Amen to that. Look, let me tell you something. When the Dolphins get chubbed, people didn't say, oh, that's too bad they're tanking on the season, because right. they gave away some draft picks. I could care less about the draft picks. Really, I'm I'm like Andy. I, you know, if when you Hear about draft picks, and we find out like fifty percent of the draft picks fail anyway. Um, mathematically, I'm going to go ahead and take the veteran every time, um, and deal those draft picks if it's going to, even if it's not going to, you know, even if I think it's going to get me over the hump, I'm going to make that deal uh, and get ready as many as I can because I, I just don't care about those draft
10: picks at all. Yeah, I think as related specifically to to Brandon. Sorry, Andy. Uh, was no, so, j- just that it was the eighteen million for me. Second yeah, and exactly, fourth. All right, take, give him the picks if you think that's. the Well, difference. you have to give up something: draft picks, money. No, Something's no, no, got, no, no. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. but right. the, but the money is is a big deal because now you got to go restructure and redo a lot of deals. Which I, I guess you know nowadays we're seeing so many teams do it that you just kind of blink and say, "All right, go to work." But remember, we're we're issuing in a new era. Where we actually had trades, right? We didn't have this for years. Right. right, right. So, like now, because they moved we, it back. Now we want, they, yeah. But we also want everybody to jump all in with both feet. And you've still got a lot of old school thought processes, not necessarily the GMs, because that's turned over a lot. But I mean, your oldest GM in the league right now, and I don't mean that because of his chronological age. I mean because of what he is, is Jerry Jones. Right. So right. all of a sudden, expecting him to say, hey, let's get into the 2022 way of doing business as related to the trade market, I'm not buying it. Back in Stephen the day, Steven does, he lent-
9: though. Steven does. Come on now. Steven does a lot of the He probably does 90% of the stuff. Jerry's just a figurehead nowadays.
10: Oh. I'd like to see you say that to his face as we have a camera on you. <laughs> but uh, Arnie makes a great fun.
1: point. Arnie, you made a great point as far as the trade deadline. Yeah, the trades are a big part of the NFL right now, simply because they moved that date back. And, and, and clubs could see, hey, look, I need something. Let me go after it now. We're back in the day. The trade deadline was so much earlier.
10: Yeah, you could argue that they could move it back another week. Another right. week now, or two that, now that you're at for, 17 yeah. games in right. uh, 18 weeks and that maybe you add another game here in short order. Because don't don't kid yourself. So that 18 game uh regular season is coming soon enough. But you know, the other point is that you do have so many teams that are still quote in the hunt. That's why I love the second wild card in baseball. The purists didn't like it <laughs> because oh no, you're cheapening the playoffs. Like, really? Philly just made a Who run. Who are
9: these purists? The ones I mean we have well, DHs and everybody of the well, world we've that like to wag their H. fingers at we've me. We've changed around the divisions. We've changed teams and leagues for crying out loud. What the hell there's no more tradition. There's never any more tradition anymore for crying out loud. <laughs>
10: their college football all the way through it. Tradition be damned. It's a new world order, and the trade deadline is another part of that. All right, guys, we're coming up on a minute left here. Andy, I want to ask, your best play of the week, what team player are you looking at that's leading the headlines and and getting the tongues wagging on a Monday? I think
1: today it's going to be DJ Moore, the receiver on Carolina, because the Bengals secondary is decimated. I think he's going to have a big day today,
10: DJ. Ooh, I like that. Pair him with some Dante Foreman. What do you got over there, Arnie?
9: I'm going against your Bears. i got to take the Dolphins. I mean, it looks like the Bears have given up really you gotta Um, do
10: they gave up
9: yeah i i think it's uh what a four or five point i (laughs) thought it was five point spread it's down to four yeah okay it's down the four dolphins have some offense i think they get out to a two touchdown lead the bears won't be able to catch them give me the dolphins in this one
10: you see what he tried to do a homer pick there andy in the final minute of an hour that's with a hard out that is a radio professional doing a screw job to one of his partners right now. And there.
1: I want to thank him for joining me today. He was tremendous. I love him. Well, are you studies.
10: leaving? If Andy's leaving, I'm going to leave. All, all right, right. I then I'll do a back. solo hour and you don't get paid for that hour.
1: I'll take your money. I'm going back to Keelan. i got to clean up the mess I made yesterday.
10: <laughs> well, we got to talk about that trip uh, sooner. You should have found my brothers. That's Andy. He's Arnie. I'm Mike. Coming up next, another hour with me and the stinking genius here on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings, welcome back in Fox Football Sunday, Fox Sports Radio. There is no Bucky Brooks today. No, 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 no. The voice, next voice you will hear, radio royalty. It's our guy, Arnie Spanier, the stinking genius, at stinking genius one, where you find him on Twitter. He's going to double dip because he'll be back on with Chris Plank to right. talk about how badly the Raiders and Dolphins play today.
9: I could have played in the NFL, by the way. You I know I'm filling in for Bucky Brooks, but I could have played in the I thought you were NFL. a shooter. I was a basketball player, but if I played football, I was a very good receiver. I could have been like a tight end or something, knocked people down. Was great, great hands. I easily could have made it to the NFL. Great
10: hands. There you yeah. go. I like that. I mean, I, I always appreciate when you do fire up some of the video from your basketball. <laughs> <point stuff.
9: laughs>
10: Gives me yeah. hope, makes me want to get back out on the court. I've exactly. got two shoulders that need surgery, but that's a whole other thing for another time. Broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. They've got services where they'll bring the tires to you nice. to your office building, to your home. Like there's there's a lot of options to get you into the proper tires for your vehicle. Uh, drop down menus to uh, give you some advice along the way, and they're passionate about tires all the way back to 1979, Arnie. Wow,
9: wow. No, I, I told you I used it a lot. I have two Broncos and a Jeep, so when you you look for tires like that, you want to know which is the best one in the rain and the snow. Which I can keep you around. Can I get bigger? tires for one of my broncos can i move it up a little bit so i i've been on that set like for ages i love it and uh yeah i got all these new tires no so it is a great partnership
10: fun. very excited to have them with us here and uh the name in in the fox sports radio studios it's a beautiful thing and a beautiful partnership that we extend going forward so check it out uh with the weather changing roads getting slick all of those things maybe uh, you take a look at inventory on your cars Uh, And you might be in need of those new tires. Check the tread. Uh, Find all the tests, all the information you need. TireRack.com. So, Arnie, as we sit here ready for week nine of your National Football League, just a great hour uh, with you and with Andy Furman. Love talking with Andy. uh, The perspective uh, and the passion. And he lets uh, the Twitter folks get under his skin. You like to needle them. I basically say, hey, thanks for following Uh, Go tell some friends. So, like, (laughs) a lot of different approaches to the social media sphere, but we keep it uh, up and going. And whether people like Twitter now or not, we're not getting into those debates uh, we'll have those offline uh, at another time. Whatever social media service you use, uh, you should always carry with you the iHeartRadio app because you can take us wherever you go. Walking the dog, uh, a trip to grandma's house, in the car, uh, at work, all of those things 24-7. And, of course, find all the podcasts from Fox Sports, all the different offerings, not just the shows that are on air, but all the different podcasts that the hosts have. I've got my fantasy one, the iWatch Reflect podcast with Dan Byer. There uh, you go. You, getting you set for week nine. A lot of injury updates since we did that. Uh, that episode for this weekend Arnie because we're at that point where you've got a lot of questionable tags you've got veteran days off Wednesdays sometimes Thursdays I, I could still possibly be out there and then Friday comes and like bam inactive so,
9: Answer one of my questions, if, if I could play two out of the three. Two out Devontae, of three, let's go. Devontae Adams, of course, I mean, he's the big name, but he's sick. He didn't have a good game last week. It was terrible for he me. He is playing or, Jacksonville.
10: So now, that, that, with, yeah. with
9: Jamar Chase being out, I got the other two Cincinnati receivers in Boyd and... Um, I'm drawing a blank. Higgins. The, Higgins. So... Um, can you play two receivers from the same team? Does that take away from you? Well, you, know?
10: you can. I've been playing your two wide receivers all year long, and I've almost—I've uh, only got one loss on the year.
9: Oh, wow! I like that. So, what have you been doing, uh, Waddle? I got um...
10: Waddle and Hill running, oh. running muck What do you have
9: a two-team league? No, 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 Jeez. no. It's
10: a twelve-team league. But well, my uh, goodness. I goodness. But I took those two guys. Look, I, I'll be honest with you. I lost the connection to the server because I was working uh, doing a thing with. <laughs> but but well, my, we go up to Palos Verdes for those that don't don't know here in Southern California you got the beautiful uh, ocean front kind of beautiful. places but we've got uh, a an intermediate school where they've got some you know big size soccer goals so we can go get some work in while overlooking the ocean but the cell reception sucks so we go there with some regularity and we had a window that other than a fantasy draft I felt pretty good all right we can go do this and so I do the um, fantasy draft for one of the rounds popped off. And I came back and I had both Miami receivers.
9: So you're better when you don't make your own picks, is what? No,
10: no, no, no. <laughs> otherwise, it's better Look, otherwise, it was it was it was a brilliantly crafted thing. Well, because it's also um, it's a deep league, right? I, I got a lot of these where you're drafting 20 deep, so it becomes a a really interesting time of year here in Week Nine between trades and waiver wire picks, pickups, and and what's actually available. To you, I mean, in a lot of leagues for this week, people are are desperate for running back help. So you're looking at the number two guy. Yeah. You know, hey, to Philip that, Lindsay yeah. got elevated in Indianapolis. What's his role behind Deion Jackson? That's the kind of thing we're looking at <laughs> for this week uh, as you go through. On the other side, D- Damian Harris isn't playing, which means you're going to have a lot more Ramondre Stevenson. Whereas you might have thought Belichick was going to screw you at the running back position, as he's done pretty much his entire coaching career, just when you lean in, think except for Corey Dillon, he liked him, uh, and and but you look at the the idea here that there's not necessarily going to be that workload split. I don't know that there's a lot of points in that game. Over under is only forty and a half, right? But you get my point, right? As you float through Uh, game that we we talked about briefly last hour, we got into a deep dive on trade theory and whatever a great conversation i i enjoyed it uh but it meant that we had to kick the uh to the backside and this is another running back situation from hell actually on both sides because one team can't run the ball the other team can't and hasn't had their running backs and that's that tampa bay los angeles rams game which is one of those two afternoon games i know right. we're both still salty about that buccaneers field goal favorite cam Akers is back with the squad and expected to suit up don't know what that does basically he and daryl henderson have been falling forward uh behind a bad offensive line matthew stafford how bad's the elbow i don't know cooper cup is going to play but you had the needless senseless injury in the final minute of a game where they throw him the ball down 17 last week to san francisco and then you really don't have a secondary receiver beyond that tyler higby's been good in spots robinson is more active of late than he was, Van Jefferson got activated, and all he did was run wind sprints. So you're looking at the Rams going, all right. They won the Super Bowl, and now when we talk Super Bowl hangovers, I mean they're they're still struggling and looking for more Excedrin.
9: Yeah, you know this was a game. That you sure, it loses its luster because of both the records. They're sub five hundred, three and four against three and five. But make no mistake about it; it's still a monster game, a lot on the line. First of all, you could say the losers pretty much outside, and they're not going to make the playoffs. Matter of fact, Tampa could still win the division, but if they lose and drop to three and six, chances are you know probably like thirty percent or less that they'll still come back and do it. They Look, can be. You're now trying to ascribe percentages. Based yeah, I'm making on it up, though. One. I'm making it up, and I'm going <laughs> to pretend I'm a math major because I like you know that. what you—you you can't tell the difference. Nobody's going to call up and say it's not really thirty percent; it's the, more like fifteen percent. Uh, well, Todd know?
10: Furman might be listening. Our yeah. yeah. <laughs> guy—he'd have a
9: number off the top of his He's head. Mad. He's mad at me because I gave Mattress Mac some
10: kudos, but we'll get into that later on. Well, I'm sure you and uh, Chris, <laughs> Chris Blank will do that later on tonight, yeah. at eight p.m. Pacific. I, Fox. Tampa I, I like has Tampa. The fifth easiest schedule remaining. Yeah, I like Just Tampa
9: in this game. Um, you know, both teams are real. It's they both have a lot of injuries. I mean, this is a game, I, you could make a case for really both sides, but with Tampa playing at home, and, uh, you know, you, you want to go with Brady and say, okay, he's going to step it up and get it done, but it's just ugly for both teams. I hate to see one of them get eliminated, so I'm, I'm kind of rooting for Tampa, but like I said, monster game for both. Say goodbye to the loser, that's for sure.
10: Good for business uh, either way because all, a lot of eyeballs on this one. Actually, both the afternoon games, highly entertaining. Uh, When you look at Seattle, Arizona on the other side. But losers of five of six are the Buccaneers. Defensively, still a top ten unit in terms of points per game. But the offense, sputtering, red zone, inefficiency. What
9: does that mean for Tom Brady, though? Now that the divorce is done, but they're three and five, does that mean that he's more tend to stick around for two, three more years? Or do you think because of the record and how frustrating this year is that he'll call it quits?
10: Well, the question is, does he stick around in Tampa? I guess that's where right. you put that a giant true, question true. mark. Yeah. Like that that's where I'm at with it. I don't think he retires. I but I don't he, I don't think if you go back and actually watch these games, like he misses throws. Everybody misses throws. So no, saying I understand oh, I that, him. right. so like a lot of this on him and if and if you just take it down to brass tacks, you know, and the marriage is dissolved. I from all reports like that, that was not going to be remedied in any way shape and form we got the results that the divorce are final and as we know folks can still change their minds cooling off periods all those kind of things and maybe just a change of heart and circumstance we don't know what their agreements were right cuz like I've talked about this a lot some parallels to my mutant uh personal life uh in in some of the timeline stuff as the way these things flow through arnie and so you know wa- wondering what the future holds in that regard i don't know but from the the football side, he, he's in. And he's still playing pretty well but, overall, right? He's still leading the league in, Mike, in yards. And still the touchdown go? to interception ratio. Where would he go? We, it used to
9: be talk last year yeah. that he was going to go to the Dolphins, but now with Tua uh, you know, back and yeah. the way he's playing. Hey, well, he's could, played well, yeah. right? Forget I mean, So forget about that. Sure. There's only, as far as I'm concerned, other than Tampa, There's one team he can go to that's still somewhat of a playoff contender that he would like, that the fans would welcome him there, and that he would be real happy. You mean go home? Yeah, damn right. Go back to the Patriots. What do they got? Oh Mac no, Jones I meant home, Frank... home. Oh no, I meant no. I
10: meant to the Patriots. Oh, I was talking San Francisco.
9: No, I meant to the Patriots. What are you gonna? If you have a cho- choice between Mac Jones, Frank Zappa, or whatever the guy's name why, is, why Zappa? do you hate Bailey they... Zappa? I got
10: Jason Smith who loves him like nobody else because he knows that needling me about Mac Jones and killing off Mac Jones after a couple of bad games and an injury kind of ticks me off because. Look, I, I get it. Yeah. It's a what-have-you-done-for-me-this-week exactly. kind of league, but the guy's a second-year quarterback like, like, who played pretty well. But, but, but Bailey Zappy yeah. comes in against a couple of terrible teams and plays pretty well. And all of a sudden he's the king.
9: Exactly. Exactly. Or do you want Tom Brady? I think I would, if I'm Robert Kraft, remember this doesn't even have to be a Belichick decision because if I'm Robert Kraft and, and his son, I just pick up the phone and say, Bill, this is the way it's going to be. We're bringing back Tom Brady. Tom wants to come back. We're going to give him a two year contract. He'll retire after the two years. A frenzy would grow all over the Patriots. People would be jumping off the the, the cars just to get season tickets it's a win-win situation you said san francisco i don't think they'd be interested um you know they got their quarterback we'll see how he comes back from injury
10: but um no well they have a guy who plays quarterback do they have their quarterback well you won't know until you let him play next year but how quickly does he get healthy there were a lot of reservations of whether he should have been playing this year and, I, and look, I don't I don't want to dismiss the guy categorically because it's not exactly a lar- large sample size. Right, right. But you're, you're talking about a guy who's played very little football. You got to give years. him.
9: You got to give him a chance next year. So, so there's you, no you reason. You to... have to.
10: Well, then you At spent. Some, the, no, but yeah. look, no, no, no. You're doing the thing, man. It's sunk cost. Those draft picks are gone. Okay, you gave up what you gave up for him. We're talking about. Well, how do I know to... what I
9: got until I
10: unwrap the present? I don't yeah, know what it want, is. Well, but you've watched him in practice. You've watched, prac- you've watched practice. Him. Well, practice. Come on, man. But there were there was a lot of talk of whether he was picking up what they were laying down in terms of offensive scheme. Is that what Ivory would else? say?
9: Practice. Come on, I I need to see him in full out, and not even just one game. I need to see him in one full season of a quarterback and see how good You're he is. You're giving
10: up a season with that roster.
9: Yeah, I'm giving, I was going to do it this year, right? They were going to well, do it this no, year until no, got no, hurt. no, No, no,
10: no, yeah. no, no, because Jimmy Garoppolo was there waiting in the wings. You had your break glass in case of emergency ready.
9: He was only there because he decided to take a big pay cut. If he didn't want to do that, he could not Right, because he knew he right. was going
10: to be able to come take the job because they'd well, won together.
9: Nobody else wanted to give him that money, and nobody else would trade for him. That's why he did, took a pay cut better well, than being unemployed. Well, he went and had surgery. Yeah. That was the bigger part of it, Artie. Right.
10: I mean, you can't leave that part out if you're going to say no, White teams you're didn't trade
9: you're for right him. You're right about that. That, but again, I think I'd say you, you made me trade for and get all these pieces to get Trey Lance. And let me see what I got. Let me unwrap the present and see how good the toy is. I'm not going to go ahead and bring Tom Brady in. And like I said, if I'm Tom Brady and you're sitting at home right now, there's only one place I'd want to go. I want to go back to the Patriots. I mean, you, you love the crafts. You, yeah, sure. You got to deal the thing with Belichick. With Belichick again. would
10: be fun though. Oh, that'd be I mean, awesome. like in. In our world, Monday through Friday, seven to eleven, oh, myself, oh my Jason goodness. Smith, noticed Jets fan and Patriots hater. In his mind, he's got a weird f- fan fiction kind of thing, like a cartoon fantasy novella going about the ongoing battle between Belichick and Brady for bragging rights oh. about who's more important. Like that's his that that is his fever dream if there ever was one. Oh. So if this were even rumored to potentially oh go into play, I mean my guy's head might explode. It would be great. Think about that. All you'd
9: have to say is Brady and the Patriots. You could do. You could forget about four hours. You could do four months on the four years on something like that. And by the way, Brady wouldn't really have to deal with Belichick because he would say, "You know what, Bill? Just shut up." Because I've got the two-year contract. You're not forcing me out. The crafts love me. And by the way, Robert would. Lo- Robert and Jonathan, you don't think they would love to have Tom Brady back in a Patriot uniform if they could get him back tomorrow? They would do it. You know it, and I know it. So I think it, I I would say there's a you know a, a decent chance for him to want to come back. I don't one know one thing happened, with though.
10: all of it. Never say never.
9: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's
10: right. True. With with a lot of these things anymore, because as we know, feelings change, personnel changes. The and who decision you who you replacing? Change. Mac Jones and Frank Zappa. Well, I just mean, like just like in San Francisco, who are you replacing?
9: By the way, am I the only one that came up with the Frank Zappa thing? Do I no. get credit for that? No, no, it's been done there? No?
10: No, Frank, Sorry. which is kind of funny. It just shows I, I hang out with a lot of folks at a certain age. There's the young people right now going, What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, Frank Who's Frank, Frank Zappa? Frank Zappa ain't exactly, uh, for those unaware, uh, kind of <laughs> Alt Rock. Shock Rock, whatever you want to call it. I don't even really remember him. I just remember the name, really. Yeah, to be Frank honest. Zappa, yeah. Yeah, Moon yeah, exactly. Unit. Yeah, Weasel. Yeah, exactly. All, all the kids' yeah. names were really the things you remember. Uh. He's Arnie Spanier. I'm getting a headache. I'm going to go find the <laughs> that I referenced before. <laughs> it's Fox Football Sunday, Fox Sports Radio. As we continue here, we get into a couple more of the big games of the week. We got to get into that Miami Chicago game uh, a little bit more because Arnie said the Bears quit. Did they really? Or did they just lean into something else that they have? We'll talk about it next on Fox.
6: I'm Katya Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why and what it all means.
5: Welcome back to the
10: dot com Fox Sports Radio Studios. Mike Harmon, Arnie Spanier, with you here on a Sunday. Bucky Brooks off today, getting ready for the Jaguars hosting the Las Vegas Raiders. A game that Arnie might not mean a lot in the standings. Yep. In the, you know last stand or you know smoke them if you got them kind of mode for the Las Vegas Raiders. Who a lot of a lot of people had expectations based on what they went through last year with the coaching situation, uh, Derek Carr showing some good leadership. You go and acquire big names on defense. Well, that hasn't resulted in big stats and, and big plays. And then you bring in Devonte Adams. We were talking about it before: illness, injury, etc. You've got Darren Waller. Uh, you had teams kicking the the tires potentially about a trade. Well, that didn't go down. But he's also still not available. And is looking like he's gonna miss another game. So it's been Josh Jacobs and really not a whole lot of anything else.
5: Right.
9: Let me let me ask you this about the Raiders, because yeah, I think the over under is
10: forty eight.
9: Yeah, yeah. Expectations were higher for this team. Matter of fact, they I thought they could be a playoff team and even compete for the division. So is Quank okay? Well, no, he isn't going to be okay. Every time they lose, I have to de- debate or wonder if he's going to show up, and he gets all mad at me about that. But oh, okay. my question is, when do you start issuing blame to maybe somebody that doesn't deserve all the blame? Because um, usually you get rid of the coach because you can't get rid of all the players. When do you say in this situation, even though it's not all his fault or even maybe not even a lot of his fault, when do you say Derek Carr? Derek Carr's a fed, jag. But do, he's just a guy. He's a, no, he's more than just a guy.
10: He's more okay. Than, so he's, he's above, he's above seventeen in terms I would of say, the quarterbacks.
9: I would say he's like a B to a B plus in quarterback grading. My but where does that place to, him? Is it a, I don't like, know. Like, like
10: I, if you wanted, like you wanted to rank stuff, let's rank stuff.
9: But it's not his fault, though. But it's when, when do you say enough is enough and I got to move on from him? Plank loves him.
10: Well, you just paid him a lot of money. Where's he going to go?
9: No, no, to move on from him, I no, guess. No, but that's what my point yeah, is, though, yeah, yeah.
10: What, what, what do you do? You just paid him. Are you just going to eat all that money? The Raiders, right? even though they got right. flushed a bit with the, the Vegas move and Well, all, I guess you should have made that like,
9: decision before you gave him all that money. But if you can, you know, if you can move him or if somebody wants him or if you have to eat all that money, I mean, nothing's impossible. Do you say goodbye or, or are you just keeping him on the team because of the the money situation and what he's costing you? Yeah, I you? mean,
10: they've got a potential out and the contract language always gets kind of interesting, right? Right, right. three-year, hundred twenty million dollar extension. Uh, so you, you have a potential after this hour. year. I think it's after. Yeah, it is after this year. I think. Okay, so another three more years. So you'd have another, you know, huge cap hit, right? When it comes down to it, but potential is there. But sixteen hundred passing yards, nine TDs, five picks quarterback rating which people love I kind of shrug to oftentimes but if we're going to do it 86.8 not good is, enough not even close career, to good well, I mean enough, with yeah. the only time he's ever been lower uh he, he had the 2017 season 22 touchdowns This guy used to be an makes.
9: MVP candidate Well he had the one year, year was, yeah.
10: and that and that's the one thing and I actually brought him and I invoked his name in and I got Jason all mad at me uh and some folks uh, a little riled up is when we're talking about where we're at at the midseason and, you know, people love to do their awards and, and whatever. That's fine and because we have to take the snapshot of where we're at, but projecting forward, right? We look at the Eagles schedule and you're like, all right, these are all winnable games. They've also been very lucky. We talked about it in the fir- in last hour with, with our guy, Andy Furman, talking about turnovers, right? Fumbles, interceptions, everything, ball bouncing your way. Taking care of the football, the hallmark to winning football. We know that. We know those percentages. But the ball doesn't always bounce your way. Right. I remember getting into a, a little bit of a battle uh, years ago with uh, Tom Rathman at a uh, charity. <laughs> Chari- it was a charity event. We were doing a fantasy football draft. So it was a at bunch a charity of charity event? Yeah, I yeah it was it. at a – well, so people paid a bunch of money to come eat, drink, and draft fantasy leagues. And then it was all these companies, and you're hanging out with Bay Area luminaries. This is a long time ago. But, you know, you've got Jerry Rice, you've got Darren McFadden, who's just come into the league. You've got Rathman, you've got a few other guys. And very early in the draft, they take the Bears. Now, this is still Devin Hester running amok kind of era. And they'd had that really ridiculous run of turnover-laden games where they were just taking the ball away. And every bounce seemed to find its way into a Bears defender's chest. And off to Pater they went, which you can't bank on.
9: Right, of course. Game
10: to game and certainly year to year. So they they made the pick. This squad is like, yeah, we're going to take the Bears. And I was being paid to be up there with a microphone and, and be the uh, loudmouth lunatic. And most of the time, you could be complimentary and do the analysis. And I just said, what are you guys doing? <laughs> and he got mad at me. <laughs> he goes, well, they've still got him and him. It's like, you've been in this league. How many return touchdowns do you expect? Yeah, exactly. Whatever. exactly. But my point being... Are you banking on health? And I bring Derek Carr up as the the example to that. Remember the Raiders that year when he was an MVP candidate; they lost very few games due to injury. Yeah, but then he got hurt. Yeah. But then he got hurt. Right exactly. is my point. Right. Right. And all of a sudden, that's it. Your season's over. Let me. Ask and you I'm this not is... wishing that on anybody, but I'm a realist. I've watched this game right. all my life. I've seen some terrible things on a week to week basis. We've also seen the human body stretch to boundaries that we couldn't possibly conceive of, but to think that all these teams that are in the front are suddenly going to go unscathed. It's ridiculous. Or that the bad luck that some of these teams have had is going to continue. As it related to Derek Carr, I just, I've just i always thought he was a mediocre, slightly better-than-average no, yeah. quarterback.
9: He's, he is better than average. I don't know about slightly better, but he is better than average. I would do want to correct myself when I said that the only teams that would be interested in Tom Brady would probably be the Patriots. I forgot Las Vegas. Would you rather have Tom Brady or Derek Carr next year? 100% Forget Tom the- Brady. I agree with you 100 percent on that. Forget about the, the thing money. Folks fee. forget. Yeah. Derek Carr is yeah.
10: also not a kid anymore. Right? Amen right. to that. Right? So, like yeah. that. We always age Brady, starting to age Rodgers because of the playoff failures. And and yes. let's just face it, people yes. now have a liking problem with him in that they don't. But Derek Carr's been in the league since 2014. Mm. How much better how much better is he going to get?
9: Right, I would rather have Tom Brady also and I think that'd be a good match. So there's two teams um that Tom Brady can go to other than Tampa um if you wanted to go ahead and do so but yeah i the vegas uh, you know i got to say this maybe they're not completely out of it a win today kind of keeps their hopes alive for an afc wild card spot there but they're not going to win the division no matter well, what
10: well but i think that that goes back to the larger point we've been making as we've talked through this already you know you and i on friday and into today is you've got so many teams one game above or below the 500 mark and that's what the nfl likes I agree with Brady's assessment a couple of weeks ago. If you watch all the games, there's a lot of bad football being played, a lot of inefficient football, but uh, I celebrate all 272 games because that's what they give me on the schedule uh, every year. But you hit sweet spots in the schedule. The Raiders have an opportunity to make noise if they can get out of their own way. right? They, they go and get shut out by the Saints. Saints limping along. Few players outside of Alvin Kamara. but They've been a big disappointment
9: too, yeah. Well,
10: but they can't stay healthy. You got Olave and all the other guys that were supposed to be there with him haven't played, right? Landry hasn't been available. Michael Thomas now got shut down for the season. Forget about him.
9: Yeah, he's done.
10: Right, but that was a guy, and and there's a promo going out here with with our guys Jonas, LaVar, and Brady on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, you know, just kind of talking because that news was breaking while they were on air. It's like, this was a guy three years ago was like, all right, he's the best receiver in football, right? Huge numbers, boxing out, creating space, throw it up into a zone. He was going to get
2: it, and now he
10: can't stay on the field.
2: Right, right.
10: Just like and- that, your fortunes change. But you look at the Raiders' schedule, Arnie. Jaguars this week, Colts next week at home, at Denver, at Seattle, versus the Chargers, Whatever the Rams are at that point, that's I mean, like a you, five and one record but, right but there. But potentially, it's five and yeah. one, and all of a sudden, right. all of the talk that we've had for the first season is is gone. But not if Devontae Adams but, doesn't pick but that's it up the I mean, do, do I believe week, yeah. this is going to happen? No. Yeah. They've gotten brilliant work, except for last week, out of Josh Jacobs, and it's gone for naught.
9: Yeah. By the way, whose fault is it that Devontae Adams only caught like one pass? Car, that's got to be Carr's fault or the offensive play calling. No matter how sick or whatever he was, you got to figure out the, a way to get him the ball. You can't allow. You can't allow that. That was insane.
10: Well, I'm, I'm not a guy that's usually calling for the oustering and firing of coaches, but you've got two potentially disastrous first year hires there in the AFC West, and. I also contend that we're looking at long-term, and who knows what Sean McVay's long-term prospects are, but for the sake of argument here on a Sunday morning and to get tongues flapping at Swollen Dome, at Stinkin' Genius 1, Chargers lose, and their season is kind of cooked, right? They've had injuries... After injuries, Austin Eckler got out. No, don't, a,
9: don't be so quick to bury them. It still would put them at five hundred. So, don't be so quick. The, the, to, you the know, point is, to they've figure. got a
10: lot of injuries to navigate. That's through, true. Yes, they right? do. Right, and the AFC injuries. West certainly not the the heavyweight division that everybody expected. Chiefs, I think folks tried to bury prematurely and forgot that having a good quarterback and a great coach can yes. get you pretty far in this league. But po- talking about McDaniel's and Hackett as guys that might be one and done guys. I don't know about legitimately, but I keep looking lack. at Sean Payton sitting yeah. on Colin Coward's couch each week, going, "Which LA job does he want?" You well, he they were to walk away and change rules and go. Into he the, wants the, the Dallas job. Him. Yeah, he,
9: but the, he's not going to get the Dallas job now that they're six and two, or or whatever they are, and they looking pretty good this year. So, so that's going to go by the wayside. You're yeah, funny how that works, that. right?
10: Mike McCarthy is suddenly a genius, and Kellen <laughs> Moore, Kellen Moore is a wizard because Cooper yeah, exactly. Rush didn't uh, go in there and throw up on himself.
9: Exactly. All of a sudden, he knows exactly what he's doing. And he's done a good job, especially because Dak went down um, and they get uh, Cooper Rush to come on in. Well, they
10: leaned into what they were. Yes. Right? Don't have the guy wigging the ball around. And even Dak in his return, what are you doing? You're running the ball against the Bears. What did they do? They ran right where Quinn would have been had he not been traded.
9: Who's better? Dak and Ezekiel Elliott? Or Cooper, Russian, Pollard. <laughs>
10: can I can I mix them? Give me Dak, uh, yeah. give me Dak and Pollard. And Pollard. I, I, I knew, think I I knew that like was that. what you were going to do. look. I've I been knew. a Pollard guy for yeah. over two years. I have
9: two. Yeah, I have two. Right. Yeah, By the I've way, gone. if you were Powered, would you have left to try to become the prime premier back for like a bad team? He's done what? after this year.
10: Yeah. Well, I mean, he's, he's both their contracts are up. Yeah, but how how old is he? Well, now, he couldn't know? force his way out. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So you go and you try to win as a Cowboy, and then, I mean, there's a lot of running backs that are potential free agents. Oh, it's a great list of free agents. It's a crazy list of guys. It's a great list, yeah. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on all the movement there. But you know what we need to do now? We need to pause. We still didn't do our Dolphins uh Bears yelling session. So we'll get to that uh, on the other side. But first we take it over to Nick Cope. He's got what's trending. He's on short sleep and a lot of caffeine. What's
5: going on brother? Good morning guys. Well, speaking of Dolphins and Bears, a lot of the players that were traded for last week are going to play and you've got a few of them in that matchup for the Bears. Chase Claypool is expected to play at a receiver. Dolphins will have Bradley Chubb, their new defensive end and running back Jeff Wilson Jr. as well. Let's run through who's in and who's out throughout the league as well. Falcons running back Cordero Patterson is active. He returns against the Chargers. LA signed receiver Keelan Doss to their active roster. For the Lions, running back DeAndre Swift is set to be active again today, although he's not expected to be used much. The Colts elevated running back Phillip Lindsay to the active roster with Jonathan Taylor out. Patriots running back Damian Harris unlikely to play at this point. For the Jets, recently acquired running back Brian Robinson is a game-time decision. Raiders tight end Darren Waller. They're going to have him go through pregame warm-ups before they determine his availability for sure. In the afternoon, Cardinals running back James Conner expected to play. Rams running back Cam Akers will be active. It'll potentially be his first time playing in a few weeks. In the Sunday night game, Titans quarterback Ryan Tannehill is a game-time decision tonight. It's not looking great, but they're going to hold out hope until the very last moment that Tannehill could play. But we very well could be looking at Malik Willis going for the second straight week. Elsewhere, NFL media reports the Cowboys are looking into acquiring Odell Beckham Jr., the free agent receiver, is slated to be ready to play after his ACL injury in early December. And then, Mike, I'll get you back on this. I don't know if you saw this. The Commanders are advertising season tickets for next year on their scoreboard inside FedEx Field. The player they featured, not Carson Wentz, but Taylor Heineke. Mike, already back to you guys.
10: Mm. Well, not surprised it, it wouldn't be Wentz, but uh, I don't I don't know that Taylor Heineke would have been the the focal point, but that's a curiosity, no question about it. Thanks, Nick. Go get another cup of coffee. At Nick <laughs> Cope is uh, is in the studio here this morning. Uh, yeah, the the Bruins. He was with the uh, UCLA squad, number ten oh, in the nation, wow. fifty to thirty six.
9: Yeah, good game. Yeah, Huge at the, at the end there,
10: got within uh, one score, and then the UCLA got a late touchdown and put it away. Hey, man. 86 points in a college game. We saw a lot of high-scoring games. And then we saw my Northwestern Wildcats take advantage of I was going t- to, to take you, a yeah. shot. Yeah.
9: It was 7 nothing. I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. They gave out the late touchdown in the, in the first half. Yeah. And they, they had a chance. A couple of
10: big runs, some fourth down play calling. Look, if you're going to go for it, I was just talking with the guys here uh, at, at the, the last break of, you know, get creative. Running the ball up the gut against the Ohio State front pro- probably ain't doing it. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, no, get yeah. get a little bit creative, get into the bag. I know the wind is an issue, but but it was uh, warm too, so the the kids were having a blast. It was, no, it was windy. Fun, it was fun I atmosphere. remember living in
9: Chicago with that type of weather. No, no I, I miss
10: it, man. Uh, all those oh, home it. games that I went to. You miss it. Get I, out of here. No, no, no. I miss that environment. I don't have that here. I don't have the time to go to games right now with the kids and their yeah. schedule and whatever else. But when when I was a student and in the years thereafter, it was every Saturday. And while I was a student, it was a lot of the road games too. Made a lot of friends, made a lot of enemies. Was a lot of losing too. Ton of losing before I was (laughs) before before my uh, departure. And then I Uh, left, and suddenly they go to the Rose Bowl. Then they become good. And I had just gotten a job. I had no money to go travel here to Southern (laughs) California. And all these years later, now I live here, and I've been waiting for them to return. And not yet. They haven't. They haven't
11: come
9: close. No, that
10: means I get to keep saving my money. It's like people with Super Bowl teams, and they say tickets are so expensive. It's like, your team hasn't made it in 30 years. You had plenty of time to put two bucks a week away.
9: By the way, I take credit for your Northwestern team. You know that I take a little bit of you credit. You Yeah, because Pat Fitzgerald used to work at the network as a salesperson right when he got out of school. Yeah. And I think I yelled at him. He didn't want to work with me. He said, this guy's a jerk, and then went back to coaching. So Well, that's
10: know. what he does to some bloggers now and again when they come <laughs> to cover the team. Uh, but yeah, he had a, the cup of coffee, tried to make it with the Cowboys, and then was part of the coaching staff goes to Northwestern the unfortunate passing of Randy Walker uh, and the rest mm. is history in the tenure there but building a new facility uh, all the money that's going in if you, if you can get to Chicago Arnie go down by the uh, lakefront facilities yeah good great googly moogly uh, <laughs> shots you see as you watch any of those games early on a Saturday window because uh, we we tend to play early on Saturdays quite often. He's Arnie Spanier. I'm Mike Carmen. This is Fox Football Sunday coming to you live from the Tyrac.com, Fox Sports Radio Studios. Coming up next, we will tie a bow uh, on the show, Miami, Chicago, and some closing thoughts as we get ready for the games of week nine in your National Football League. Anytime I hear this song makes me want to get out and well potentially fight So, (laughs) which means we'll talk Dolphins, Bears Uh. here momentarily. Fox Sports Radio's Fox Sports Sunday. The laugh you hear, the unmistakable laugh of our guy, Arnie Spanier, with me today here on Fox Football Sunday. Reminder, coming up in about 10 minutes from now, football fans, be sure to tune in to Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM three hours before kickoff and leading into Week 9 action Info. Remember, a lot of early games only two in the afternoon slate. That's right. Tune in Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, live all the way to kickoff on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app presented by BetMGM. You got Brian No, Jeff Schwartz, Bill Krakenberger uh, to make you smarter, get you ready for your player props, your different uh angles and leans and teasers you got it all uh trending and and so on one game we're watching uh you heard it in nick copes update the tennessee quarterback position yeah uh and the game time decision the gamesmanship from Brable. uh 45 and a half is the over under right now kc minus 12 and a half I heard Steve Fezzik, uh in with Bernie Fratto last night. I know you were a, a guest with Bernie very early this morning as well. Uh, but saying that this one could get out to 14 – if in fact Malik Willis gets under center, so one. To I don't watch. think
9: the Chiefs care really who the quarterback. And no, the no, 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 no. I'm, just, I'm yeah. talking about the yeah. point spread.
10: I, I yeah, wasn't yeah. talking about no, the no, game.
9: No. I understand that, and you know what? I, I laid the twelve and a half. I like Kansas City in this one. I think they're going to go ahead and route the Titans. I don't think it's going to be close. Give the Titans credit for the streak that they're on right now, but they're not in the same category as Kansas City. I think Kansas City's got too much offense.
10: for Kansas them. City at home in a big spot. That's your Sunday night football game, as well a showcase spot for Patrick Mahomes. A couple other games of note. We've got Green Bay and Detroit for, for Green Bay. One of those massive matchups talking with our guy Chris Perfett pride of Detroit. Check out his stuff at Chris Perfett on Twitter. Uh, all he's got going on talking about where Detroit is in the, in the balance. The offense, early success, couple of rough weeks, and then back at it in, in a loss to your Dolphins. Mm. 49.5 the total in that one as well. Uh, Seattle and Arizona, the repeat Uh, So soon after their first matchup, the big difference here, DeAndre Hopkins back in the mix, uh, and Kenneth Walker has been a revelation. He's been great, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Penny was running well, but Walker is an absolute beast. Uh, We had a chance uh, talking to one of the uh, Philly defensive linemen on Thursday night, Arnie, talking about trying to tackle Damian Pierce, and he's like, yeah, that guy's a bowling ball. I just kind of started laughing like, no, no, no. You don't want to to see that guy coming. 27 carries, that's a beautiful thing. That's what Seattle needs out of Walker today. But your Dolphins, four-point favorites on the road at Chicago. 45-and-a-half is your total for this one. The Bears get rid of a couple of defensive pieces. Quinn goes to the Eagles. Already two games in the books for him there. Uh, And then you've got Roquan Smith getting dealt uh, away. He goes up to Baltimore. Baltimore pairing him with Patrick Queen. That ought to be kind of fun and interesting here for the second half of the season, don't you think? For the Bears, they ach- acquire Chase Claypool. But you guys make make a, a couple of moves. Your Dolphins. Jeff Wilson comes over. That's a big move. Well, that's you've got San move, Francisco yeah. running back. Exactly. Now. Right. Most with him are And, Mostert. anyway, and yeah. Mostert's a guy people forgot how good he was. Right. So that's going to help hurt. the
9: Dolphin running game. That's going to help, too, especially with the passing game situation. There, Chase uh Chase Claypool, excuse me, uh, will play for the Bears. They just don't have enough offensive weapons. Uh, they're just—they're not as tough offense. They're not very good offensively at all. They struggle. Twenty-nine points scored back-to-back weeks. It's amazing on that because, and if you—if I would have told you before the season that Chicago would beat San Francisco and they would beat the Patriots, uh, Bears fans would say, "Oh, it's going to be our year." Then this is is going to be a great year if we beat them, but you only had one more win after that, and that was the Texans. You lost, what, four of your last five,
11: I
10: believe? Well, you had, like you had the game against the Giants, the, a winnable game, and look, you're trying to make progress. Like You're in that that no-man's land uh, with Eberflus and and with Ryan Poles, the new GM, where you're trying to figure out what Justin Fields is and you stipulate coming into the season you can run the football because they've done that very well. They can't stop the run. So right. I would expect a bunch from Mostert and Wilson as runners and receivers as well, which could uh, loosen things up in the downfield passing game because they've been pretty good against, uh, against opposing, uh, opposing quarterbacks. The a win by
9: a win by the Bears could save their season. I mean, three and five, they go to four and five. They're not going to win the division, but they certainly could go ahead and be in the mix in a wild card, especially in the NFC, where five hundred, a little bit over five hundred, or less than five hundred is good enough to keep you in there. Well,
10: you know? and I think that's the biggest thing, right? We were talking about it. go find the games on your schedule that are winnable. This one, I, I still, I, jury's still out for the Dolphins for me. Like I see, Tua throw enough ducks that you know we talk about luck and taking advantage of opportunities. Every quarterback does. Now it's just a question of are your cornerbacks good enough to catch it? Uh, but you also have to be sure tackling once those guys get into the secondary; otherwise, they're running for days. But Fields making progress. They're actually calling design runs these days, aren't he? Uh, they finally listened to all my fan letters, like I was Andy <laughs> Dufresne writing out of Shawshank. As <laughs> soon as I upped it to two letters a week, suddenly I got those play calls. All of a sudden, they, got, they started running the ball again. I love it. Can you tell I'm calling for the upset? You got one upset for the week that you're calling? Um, maybe the Jets over the Bills, but that'd be a big upset. There you go. I'm going to take the Falcons at home. He's Arnie. I'm Mike. Countdown to kickoff coming up next on Fox.
7: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com.